welcome to episode 432 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. How hey, Sean. How's it going? Uh, I'll be honest, kind of sucks right now. <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm assuming you haven't looked at social media at all in the last, I don't know, hour? Oh, no, yeah. Uh, the last 15 minutes, I just, I, right before we went on on, I was on social media. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bob Saget. <laughs> 2022 you suck <laughs> just saying um wow it's been kind of a shitty two weeks three weeks we go into 2022 without betty white and then we lose sydney Poitier and bob saget i'm like <laughs> oh. well on the bright side we still have larry storch <laughs> he turned ninety nine, uh, like a, like sometime this weekend. I saw, I saw somebody oh, post on Facebook. Nobody make a deal about it because then he might actually make this make it to one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Sagan went way too young. As far I mean, Betty White was ninety nine. Uh, Sydney Portier was what ninety seven. Ninety four, I think it was. Ninety four. Yeah. Sagan was sixty five. Yeah. I mean, he he threw that curve way down. You know, I, <sighs> it's frustrating. I'll mm-hmm. be honest, because I mean, this, I mean, it, 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 it stings. I, I kind of feel like we now. I don't know about you, how you feel about all this, but I just feel like now we've entered into the, hey, all the people that we used to like when we were younger is now going. <laughs> like all of a sudden, that sense of mortality is rushing up. <laughs> we we were entertained by these people, and now they're gone. You know, now like, you know, right. and, you're, and you're looking at the new entertainment, going, I don't know about you people. <laughs> Right now, this is not going to work out. I don't think. Now, I mean, Saget has an interesting for me backstory. Um, mainly because most people know him as the dad from Full House. You know, right? I do not have. I mean, I watch the show and I always laugh because that's not my introduction Mm -hmm. to Bob Saget. My introduction to Bob Saget was a Ronnie Dangerfield comedy special, and he was probably one of the dirtiest comics that was on that that show. Mm-hmm. Like full blown out, like you know, I have a wife for you know thirteen years. That's not how long we married. That's her age. Like you know, kind of <laughs> just as far as inappropriate can go. And then to see it spins into that he's like everyone's favorite dad on television, and I'm just like. It's like he lives a double life, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I do. I do remember when the show ended, and he was like pretty much done. I think. I think it was on ABC and on and ran, you know, with everything. And then he would started doing stand up, and people were appalled because right. they didn't know him before he became the guy from Full House. So when when they when he started doing his comedy, he started doing his like what he always did. Like he never. I'm like I didn't change my act. It was always the same. Act. Right. <laughs> I, I I didn't change. Welcome. Sorry. Like. I, I actually got to see him perform live um, once. Um, I'm as a fan of in, of the kind of shock radio. Uh, there was Howard Stern, but to me, after Howard, there was uh, Opie and Anthony on uh, WISP, and then later on XM Radio. The reason why I went to Satellite Radio, honestly, for a little while, they had this thing called the uh, Virus Comedy Show. Where they would have a bunch of comedians and they would tour, um, kind of like think Ozfest except with comedy. Um, you know, and and they one of the stops that they would frequent, they would frequent their markets, and one of the markets obviously was Philadelphia. So I got to see like the lineup was him, Bill Barr, 
um, Bill Burr, sorry, Bill Burr, um, Dom Herrera, like there was um, Patrice O'Neill, Rich Voss, Jim Norton, like those were like the, at the time, like it was hysterical. That I was at the show, I don't know if anybody knows Bill Burr from, people know him probably, probably from Mandalorian now, <laughs> but he'll always be this, the stand-up, like you probably can Google how he rips into um, the PA audience at the comedy show because when you get a bunch of when you get like a sold out crowd and alcohol, people will just are just shitty. And I, they booed Dom Irera off of the stage pretty much. Hmm. And I was shocked because I've seen Dom Irera. He's kind of a legend in comedy. Um, but he's his I will be honest, his act is kind of wholesome. And for that crowd, I would say stale. Um, but well, especially right now, when you got Pop Sagan and, and Bill, Bill Bird, you're going, you're going Domerera, like uh, that doesn't right. fit. And, and when, when Sagan came out, he made Full House jokes, he made Olsen twins jokes. I mean, and they were not the most appropriate jokes. Everyone, you kind of go ooh, and then like when, and everyone like after Domerera, Bill Burr came on, and Bill Burr he had like 11 minute set, and all he did was rip into the town of Philadelphia and the people, and what a piece of shit we are. I've never seen, I've never seen a crowd go from booze to cheers in 11 minutes. It was fascinating to watch. I mean, as to see like a crowd because the place was packed, and it was just wild and crazy. And I was like, whoo! But seeing. Bob Saget, I mean, he's also a local guy for you and I. Mm. And it was like, you know, he would make, you know, when he would make a joke, he'd bring hometown references in it. So he makes it a little bit more personal. He, he, it felt like, you know, he was one of ours. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of the way he, he, he acted and he, his jokes were. And it just, <sighs> just kind of sucks. I mean, you know, if anybody, if anyone ever gets a chance, watch the documentary called The Aristocats, Aristocrats. Um, I mean, he's full blown Bob Saget in that uh, documentary. Mm. Um, I think it's actually free to watch on Vudu. I think um, it's definitely on my list of to get. Um, but yeah, kind of kind of sucked a little bit. I was like, God damn it! What a thanks, thanks, internet gods. I'm about to go on the show and you drop this one on me. Fuck, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's try to make people laugh, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> now that we brought everybody down, let's let's see if we can turn this turkey shoot around. I I got plenty of stuff to make people laugh at. At least laugh at me. <laughs> uh, so how was your week, though? You know, I, I, I you know, there's you know, there's days you just don't remember what you did. That's <laughs> kind of my day. It's, those, those lately have been my weeks, Ed. I don't remember what I did. I, yeah, blur, just blur. Yeah, so Monday I have no idea what I did if if I did anything at all, and I'm trying to think like I know I did something. What the fuck did I do? I mean, I went to work obviously, like I usually do, and then I did, did you know I usually did something, and you know usually like I'll try and watch a movie myself if I can or a show or something like that at least so I can have talk about the sh- that on on uh, right. on air. But I I just can't remember. Um, though I did I did Wednesday I did continue on with um. My uh, viewing, we're down to the last four movies, kids, of the Terry Killian films. I'm sure everyone's just as relieved of that as I am. <laughs> so, so we're in the final stretch. So this week's this week's movie was The Fisher King, and I've seen well, The Fisher King. Favorites. What's that? 
my personal favorite. There you go. So, um, this is this is a movie that I've seen numerous times, um, especially within the last year because it was on. I think it was running on Pluto, and I was every time it was on, it's like, oh, Fisher King, and I watch it. And when I'm watching this now, like like a lot of times you when you watch a movie, like especially on on like you know live television or streaming television that's constantly looping, you're not catching it from beginning to end. You're not like I'm here at eight o'clock and it started at eight. I'm watching this. You know, you're flipping around and it's on. Oh, Fisher King's on. You watch it. You know, kind of thing. So watching it like from beginning to end and appreciating every nuance of that film was just so phenomenal you know to watch i mean like i've seen it in its entirety before so it's not like it's not like it but recently i haven't really seen it it's like from beginning to end so right you know it was it was it was it 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 gets better and better and there's always little subtle things that you miss that you have to really pay attention for and i think with his films that's what you really need to do you need to need to to watch it again and again because i remember watching the man who the man who killed Don Quixote. I watched it again on something, and and I and I and I go, wow! Like there was so much I missed the first time around, and the second time around, like the third time around, I even saw more stuff. So you have to really like almost watch his movies several times to really get right, every he, little subtle he, nuance on it. Right, he adds a lot of texture. Right. You know. Right. So yeah. So uh, so I I recommend it if you if you haven't seen Fisher King. I mean, it, it has the great Robin Williams in it. Um, you know, Jeff Bridges is in it. I mean, there's a lot of great character actors as well in it. So, you know, you, you can really, I think, enjoy it. You know, so I, I think so. But <laughs> that's just my right. opinion. Um, I, and also I've been watching for, for some reason, cause I, you know, I, I watch a lot of YouTube and, um, like a lot of my default watching was GI Joe. I think, I think, I don't know if I talked about it last week or not. Um, that they aired, somebody aired, it's called the Viper Pit. It's a, it's a channel about GI Joe action figures and people, you know, what their Hasbro is releasing now and these, you know, uh, rare kind of collectible things and all. And I'm like, you know, I watch it once in a while cause it's, I watch GI Joe. So it ends up in my newsfeed. So I end up watching it in my, you know, stream. So he, he put out GI Joe, the movie. I think I've talked about this last week and all. So since that popped up, there's another series that came out. It was called G.I. Joe Renegades that's been live streaming um, through what they call the G.I. Joe official channel uh, type of thing. So it only has 26 episodes that's been running. So I've been watching these episodes of G.I. Joe, and they're completely different from the old 80s cartoon uh, you know, style wise and, and like the characters are the same, but how they know each other is completely different. So it was, it was, I, I you know, I'm like, at first I was thinking, I, I don't, I see why it's only one season because people are probably pissed off because especially there's 80 kids that like grew up on it and enjoyed it and stuff like that. But I actually found it like fascinating with a lot of the characters, how they interact with each other, how they meet each other through the through the thing because it's like four gi joes are actually on the run from cobra because Cobra's working behind the scenes in america you know and and nobody's aware of it what's going on so, so you might want to say they're taking a cue from hydra right exactly <laughs> exactly yeah and 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 it, it was just it was just uh it, it it was it was neat to see because it was it was like like the 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 government's after him. It's kind of like I'm much watching the like GI Joe version of A Team <laughs> in, in a way. 
you know, and it, I guess me because I enjoyed the 18 when I was a kid. Maybe that's why I'm like, I'm like getting nostalgic for it. I'm like, thank you. Like I said, though, it's live streaming 24 7 on YouTube. You know, look for it, G.I. Joe Renegades. It's running the full season, like every episode. And I've watched, like, you know, like, I don't watch it, you know, I didn't watch every 26 episodes of it, but I've been flipping it on and it kind of just goes right into one to another. They don't really like give you the ending credits. It just kind of like it ends and then the next one begins. So I don't even know like, okay, this happened. Like, you know, they'd be like, okay, this episode is over. I'm done. I'm going to walk away and do something else. Like now I'm like watching the next episode and I get intrigued because it's like, it's like, oh, I know that character, you know, they got, they got, you right. know, it's going to be snow job or it's going to be shipwreck this episode there. And, you know, and then, and it's not, they're not really part of GI Joe or, you know, it was, and it was just, or they were, and they're out of the, out of the service or, you know, there's, you know, there's a reason why. And, you know, it, I just, I thought it was interesting to, to, so to watch. So, you know, if anybody, anybody's a GI Joe fan out there, and don't you know? Like I said, I kind of—I guess because I'm older now, I appreciated it more than I guess when it came out. Because I'm—I think this is like a '90s cartoon or something like that, or it might have been 2000s. I don't know. But I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm like watching, I'm like, hey, you know, this is this is not bad. Like, I mean, if they took some of the elements out of it and made it not like GI Joe Cobra, this would be a really good show. <laughs> it's be called the A Team, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's just you know, I digress. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for me this week. Uh, you know, I did pick up a movie. Um, it was because I, 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 it came in a, you know, like the deal came in a right time and on, 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 uh, Amazon. So I picked it up. It was the Blu-ray version of, um, uh, the producers, the original producers. Okay. So, you know, I don't have that in my collection. So I was waiting for the right time. And, and I was actually looking, I was, I kept, I don't know why, for some reason, I kept looking at the blue, the DVD version. It was like expensive. And then the other week I, I put it, I put the Blu-ray in and then it dropped in price. And it was like, I picked it up and I think it went back up in price. So it was like, you know, for like 10 bucks, I think I bought it for. So I was like, hey, you know, for Blu-ray and 10 bucks, not bad. Okay. So how about you, sir? Um, I, I've had, I had a weekend. I've had a weekend. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's go with some of the fun stuff I did. Um, well, I, as you know, I, I cut the cord as well. Okay. Um, and one of the things I was interested in watching, one of the things that was kind of when, remember those, uh, remember we talked about the Cubid, uh, the Cubies or whatever the fuck, there was like little TV shows mm-hmm. um, that got sold to, the Cubie, yes. Right. They got sold, um, it got shut down, but then Roku bought the properties, mm-hmm. and they were going to. There was stuff that was still filmed that never aired yet. Mm-hmm. So they actually one of the shows that I really wanted to watch was called Slugfest. Um, it's a based on a book about DC versus Marvel, um, and some of the stories. Now, the stories every episode is like maybe eight to ten minutes long, and it's they take like a subject of like you know Captain America and like. DC versus, you know, um, Marvel, like some sort of story about how the two of them competed with each other, like the friendly rivalry they had over the course of years. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's narrated, uh, it's narrated by Kevin Smith, but it has all these, like, I'm thinking, okay, well, it's just gonna be like t- a lot of talking, but they actually acted out some of the stuff. And some of the people in the actual TV show part of it was mind blowing. Um, they were all superhero related in some way shape or form um like um the I, kevin doesn't make it i was surprised kevin doesn't make an appearance at all uh jay doesn't make an appearance usually when kevin's involved in something jay would show up but they had like um uh brandon ralph 
Brandon Routh played one of the, um, I think it was either Siegel or, or Schuster, uh, who were the two guys who invented, invented who created Superman? Uh, Simon and Schuster? And I said, it's, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Company. <laughs> <laughs> he plays he play somebody. Um, <laughs> um, the, the woman who plays uh, Deadpool's love interest. <laughs> I'll let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Yes, okay. I forget which one he uh I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna slugfest. There it is. Um like Lance Hendrickson's in it. Uh old timey actor, he plays old Stan Lee. But there was a bunch of people, some people who played young Stan Lee. Uh, Brandon Routh played Joe Simon. Uh, Patrick Warburton played Tom Fagan. Hmm. <laughs> and it talked about how um, that one was pretty much the birth of cosplay. Um, Tim Blake Nielsen played Stephen Englert. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Uh, Sean Gunn played Steve Stan Lee once. Greg, Clark Gregg played uh, Terry Stewart. But they had Helen Slater. My favorite part was they had Helen Slater and Lou Ferrigno together in an episode um and it was it was the episode it comes later there's only only 10 episodes but it was a superman versus spider-man comic book that was created Mm. and it's the the story of how that actually came to be um and ron perlman plays kind of like the the actor i mean the guy who's who is the person who brought the idea up but apparently he got the idea because he was over a friend's house and the kid was playing with a, a Superman and a Spider-Man action figure or dolls or whatever and was playing with them and he asked like who do you think would win in the fight and he's like well no neither one would win or who's your favorite and he's like I like them both which spurned an idea and he's like well which one do you think we would win and and he's like I I couldn't tell you that one now keep in mind Helen Slater and Lou Ferrigno are this kid's parents huh. Lou Ferrigno goes Lou Ferrigno goes I know someone who can beat them both, <laughs> right? <laughs> Followed up by Helen Slater going, I, me too. <laughs> like, because I, gotta, I feel like I got to spell it out because one was the Incredible Hulk on TV and the other one was the first Supergirl. Right. <laughs> like, so to me, I was like, oh, I see what you guys did. You guys are funny. Like, it, it just, it was, it was funny and it was interesting and it was... The, like I said, for like 10 minute little snippets, you can pretty much watch the entire episode in like an hour, hour and a half, maybe. Um, it was, it was, I thought it was interesting. It actually, knowing that that was coming out, it made me buy the book Slugfest. Now, the book itself, not as entertaining. At least I didn't get to the entertaining part. I kind of stopped reading it because it was very business oriented and how this person was kind of an asshole or how this person wasn't. And I'm like, I really don't, I want like the, the, the juicy stuff like mm. i mean one of the episodes was them killing off um jason todd you know and and how close it was compared to what we might have thought otherwise like it was it was it was i highly recommend it. it's called slugfest it's on the ruku channel for those people who have a ruku at home or stream it i guess right. um that was i would say probably the one of the things i, I watched um i did uh, this week, 
Ed, I work in retail and I get paid every other week. This week was a pay week for me, this past Friday, and I had a little bit extra something something in my pocket because, you know, I worked Christmas, I worked New Year's, a lot of, a lot of holiday pay in that, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of, and I also traded in some games, and I also had my sister gave me a, um, um, a gift certificate for GameStop because, you know, why not, right? Right. Um, so this week I kind of went a little, not crazy, I would not say crazy, I, I treated myself to some movies. Um, I First off, the original OG Buffy the Vampire Slayer was five bucks on Vudu, so I was like, bye, you know, because I can't do the dis- digital with the copy that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, then, weirdly enough, sometimes universe works really, synchronizes itself in my favor. <laughs> very rarely very rarely does it happen, but when I recognize that it's happening, I tend to want to jump on it. Um I I've seen Black Widow, I've seen Hawkeye, and I feel like the girl who plays Yelena, uh, Florence Pugh steals both the movie and, and the TV show when she's on there. She's entertaining, she's fun. So I kind of looked at her IMDb and I was like, "What else has she been? She, she her face kind of looks familiar." I'm not into the horror movie of Midsommar that she was in, but she was in a movie that I really, really enjoyed, um, Fighting With My Family. With uh, She plays Paige and how she, Paige is, got into a true story based on how Paige got into the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know how close you follow wrestling. But the movie was really entertaining and really fun, and I remember watching it kind of like um, – I streamed it, not on the legal, not legal site. (laughs) Um, And I always, I found it on Voodoo and it was like 15 bucks. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, I appreciate it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy it now. I'll wait. I just flag it. Maybe if I get lucky, if I find it cheap one day, I'll I'll buy it. Well, Ed, lo and behold, it came out for like eight bucks. I'm like, I'm going to buy that. Last week I was bitching about eight bucks being too high. I enjoyed that movie so much that I actually bought that for the $8. All right. I, I felt like the universe was kind of giving me one like, hey, dude, you know, you, you looked into the movie, you enjoyed the movie, you flagged it. You know, here's a little something, something off the top. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, all right, universe, you know, I got a little extra scratch for, you know, for my, for my, work, my hard-earned money. You could take my $8. <laughs> <laughs> So I watch. I, so I have. I bought that. Um, I also. <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this one, but I bought the last duel. <laughs> Came out this past week. <laughs> I, okay. In all fairness, um, Stacey and I we were in Target, and I actually was kind of interested in watching the movie anyway because I do like Ben Affleck. I do like Matt Damon. I like um, what's his face. Um, oh my God, Ridley Scott. Uh, you know, I like I like the, the and I like Adam Driver. Like to me, there's there's like a nice combination based on a true story that I find somewhat interesting. I mean, clearly it didn't do well in the box office because damn millennials on their cell phones, whatever. But I also like huh. look. But when I was at Target, I saw it. And I'm like, okay, well, let me look at that. And I saw like the screenplay was partly written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Went going, okay, well, I know the two of them are Oscar winners for writing um, Goodwill Hunting. So I'm like, this is this might actually really be a really good movie. Critics apparently loved it. Just no one went to go see it. So it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It just means that no one saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I'm gonna, I, I might buy that. And then I looked over and I saw Snake Eyes. And I know you were like, meh, about it. And I'm like, well, I mean, I, it might be a good 
I don't care. I don't expect a lot out of a Snake Eyes movie. As long as it's entertaining, I'm in. I reached for it. I looked on the back, and I saw that it was MGM, and I put it right the fuck back. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am boycotting MGM movies on, on disc until they get their heads out of their ass and they start going to movies anywhere. Well, they they are. Oh, are they? Yeah. When? Snake Eyes is, yes. Are you sure? Yes. Because on the copy, I, I own Snake it. Eyes. And it's on Voodoo? Yes. Movies Anywhere? Yes. Hmm. Actually, I'm double checking Movies Anywhere as we're talking, just to but, be, be I mean, sure. If it's on Voodoo, if it's Voodoo, then I guess, you know, it's it's fine. But just kind of like, mm, I don't know. Because I, I watched it on Voodoo. I watched it. I, I bought okay. it and I watched it, you know, like one, because I think it was one day I was like, oh, I need a, something for the show. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll watch Snake Eyes because I. I did want to see that, and you know, it was something I did want to see, and uh, you know, and I don't, right. I don't think I've ever seen any of the GI Joe movies in the theater. So. I, don't, I don't think I did either. Um, all right, fine. Well, maybe, maybe I'll give Snake Eyes another look. Maybe, maybe. So, so I opted for what do you call it? The Last Duel. I haven't yet watched it. I'm probably going to give that myself my goal for this week because I do like to try to watch something that can be show related. Um. So that might be my my one of my show things. Um, now I also did a little video gaming too this week. Okay. Um, I again, they PlayStation had this um, digital sale. One of the things I bought it was five bucks. It was tiny. It, the sale's over now at this point. So sorry, folks, if you're gonna be like, oh man, I should buy that. Um, it was five dollars, and it was Tiny Tina's. Um, it. It's kind of like the prequel. There's a tiny, tiny Tina is a character from Borderlands, uh, Borderlands Two more specifically. Mm-hmm. And in one of the, like when you buy the season pass for the game, there was an expansion, and one of those expansions is that Tiny Tina's, um, was it um, something in Badasses? Um, shit, why can't I think of what the things? Uh, it's like it's basically a bite on Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, she has, she's like the dungeon master, and she gets the people to play a round of bunkers and badasses. I think it's called. Um, <clears throat> so it's, and it's kind of like it was so popular that they actually decided to create a full version of that game that's coming out later in the year. I pre-ordered it because I thought because I thought it was interesting and kind of funny, and it's, I like Borderlands as a series. So you're going to have me running around shooting stuff with you know Dungeons and Dragons characters almost. And it was five bucks, and I'm like, this. It was like the instead of having it, it, they took the expansion part from the Borderlands Two game and made it into its own kind of thing. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it was, normally it's like twenty dollars, but it was on sale because it's like an end of the year sale for five bucks. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna put five bucks into that because I think I'm gonna. I'm already getting the 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 new version. I should really play the original because I like Borderlands. It's pretty funny. I mean, there's like some audio, like it's like an audio commentary. Like as you run in, like first boss, you meet this giant, giant dragon. It's kicking my ass, and and you can hear the other people going, "Tina, you can't just have like somebody just you're the first boss can't be overpowered like that." Like they're complaining and bitching. She's like, "Fine, fine, fine," and you see kind of like the the dragon disappear off from the ground from the <laughs> from the board, and <laughs> something else pops up, and it's like a midget uh, skeleton. <laughs> 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 And it's just very funny. I was chuckling as I was playing a little bit. Um, I also bought another game. 
digitally. I know that very rarely do I buy games digitally, but this one you can only get digitally. It's called 12 Minutes, and it stars in the voiceover work James McAvoy, who was Professor X, for those people who don't know, um, among other things. Daisy Ridley, they play a married couple, and uh, Willem Dafoe. Hmm. Willem Dafoe plays a police officer. Now, I haven't played much of it because it's... The plot of it is guys stuck in a time loop. Um, the time loop is 12 minutes long, apparently. Um, <laughs> hence the phrase 12 minutes. He comes home from a long day at work. His wife has a surprise for him. She she tells him she's pregnant. You know, like, oh, it's great. There's a knock at the door. It's a police officer. The police officer is coming to arrest the wife for murder. Murder of, the girl, of her own father. And you are trying to figure all this out, but what happens is like the first thing you get like zip tied and when you move if the, the the cop punches me and next thing you know I'm back in I'm, I'm back in time to when I first walked in through the door and then it's like I tell my wife I'm like hey I, I'm stuck in a time loop this is what's going on you go like you're pregnant this this and all that and she's like well how do you know all this stuff and he's like how did your dad die because you told me it was a heart attack because there was a cop here who's coming to arrest you for murder She's like, no, my dad, I don't know what you're talking about. And to knock on the door, it's Willem Dafoe again. I'm the police, open up. And right then, like before he came knocking, I grabbed a knife off the kitchen table because I'm like, I gotta, I'm gonna have to kill somebody, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> like, I know what's coming up. And I get zip tied. I'm like, okay, well, let's use a knife. And I use a knife, pop myself, uh, you know, I get myself untied because he's the cops trying to talk to my wife, who's now shut herself into uh, the kitchen and I try to get up and try to tackle the cop the cop hits me again and bam back where I started I'm like oh son of a bitch but <laughs> every every time I've done it I learned a little bit more and it's like okay well how do I how do I avoid getting hit like what if I what if I we don't answer the door like that's an option but I don't think I think I haven't found that one out and the other part of me is like, what if I just kill the cop the moment he walks into the door I haven't tried that option either like hmm. I'm just, but there is. I mean, there's clearly a, a mystery of some sort, and I I know that that's not going to end. That's not going to be like, oh my god, you kill the cop, everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> it's not going to be like that. So I think I have to figure out, and it's it's interesting and it's compelling, and it was like, um, I think it was twenty dollars. It was like on sale, and I'm like, all right, I. I the premise I thought was interesting. The voice work was phenomenal. Like I like all three of those actors, so I'm like I'm in. And it was it's so far it's been an interesting game. Um, now let's now we're gonna you're gonna start laughing at me. Um, I decided I have a PS5. Um, my machine is a little bit more powerful than my PS4 Pro, so I decided to restart Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, start from the beginning. I like I even deleted all my old save games. I'm like I'm starting fresh. Wow, fresh, fresh, fresh. You know, and I'm mean, I'm like I didn't get my street cred at the time when I stopped playing. It was like at 19. And I'm like, well, I didn't. I mean, I guess that was good. I don't know. Whatever. I'm I'm just gonna start over from the beginning. Like I don't. Enough time has passed. Like over a year now at this point. I haven't touched that game in 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 months. You know, almost a year, I guess, since it's been out. Um, so, and I know they just recently did an update for the newer machines, newer generations of machines. I'm like, 
okay, I'm I'm in. I'm gonna settle in. I'm starting to plan it, enjoying the fuck out of it, right? Because I enjoy that game, despite what other people. Like. I haven't had a single crash issue. Haven't had any kind of wackiness, and so, so I'm, I'm I'm loving it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then I decided to double down on stupid. <laughs> okay, and I went and I bought another game that celebrated an anniversary. <laughs> now, my my justification was is that technically when I bought this game, I used my the the gift certificate, the gift card that my sister got me. So the argument can be said, did I really spend any money on it? it technically, it's a gift that someone bought me. But either way, I went and I bought the Elder Scrolls Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> As if enough time for a cyberpunk wasn't going to suck all the hours out of my day. <sighs> I had to double down and go, I'm going to get Skyrim too. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the record, Skyrim is probably has been bought just as many times as Diablo 3 for me. <laughs> let's go let's go back in time, Ed. Because the game has celebrated its 10th anniversary. And I remember this date, 11-11-11 uh-huh. was the date that Skyrim came out. I go into my local GameStop. I did not work for the company at the time. Go and buy my game. Come home, play it, love the shit out of it. So on PS3, uh, in my apartment, fucking digging it. Awesome. Um, I get why well, I, I might have been laid off at the time. I just remember spending a lot of time. Like I think, I was, yeah, I was laid off, but I paid for it already in full. So I treated myself, came home, and I just vegged in front of the TV, collecting unemployment while I'm playing Skyrim. <laughs> like, like some people do. Some people do. You know, some people actively go look for a job when they're unemployed. Me, I fell into a wild pit of depression and pizzas and Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I played the shit out of that game. Now, I didn't get the expansion packs or anything like that. I just played the base game. S- took enough time out of my life anyway. Fast forward, I don't know, maybe like a year later, I guess, they come out with the Game of the Year edition, which they call the Legendary Edition, which is a remastered, not a remastered, but they they added all the the three expansion packs. Uh, the Dragonborn, the Dawn Guard, and the Heath. Well, I forget what the fucking three of them are called. One is basically you, um, at the end of that, that expansion, you get to not only fight dragons, but you get to now ride on them. <laughs> so yeah. you get to fly around. You know. Then the other one was that you have to become a... a, a you have to uh, fall in love, get married, have a kid, and build a house. Uh, not necessarily in that order, but it does mean... You, get, you And you don't really have a kid. You adopt a kid, and then you fall in love and you get hitched. You know. And then the other one, Dawn Guard, it's where they bring in werewolves and vampires, where you can actually, if you fuck up, you can actually become a vampire or a werewolf, depending mm-hmm. on what happens. So I'm playing that now, and I'm like, and I got myself the big ass. Um, I think I gave you the my old um, strategy guide for it. Yes, you did. Um, and I think I kept because I was like, okay, well, that's the base game, and I got the legendary one, which had over like a thousand pages. And it had all the expansion stuff to it, I think. Or did I give you that one? You might have gave me that one because I know it's a. I still have it. I've said I'm like actually looking at it right now. Right, <laughs> it's I a nice look, thick I've... book, and it was like you know, and it's, it's a hardback, and you know. Well, yeah, because I was I'm a collector's edition fool. Yeah. So I mean, and I bought that book, and I was like, okay, 
I'm like, all right, this is awesome. And I played it, played the shit out of it again. Then that's twice I bought the game. Then for a brief moment in time when Stacy first came up here, uh, one of the things she wanted to do was play Left 4 Dead, which is a place, an Xbox exclusive. Hmm. I was working for GameStop at the time. We had like a pre-owned Xbox One S in stock, so I bought it so we could play that one fucking game. One of the other games that I bought at the time was <laughs> Skyrim for the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> now here's and here's here is my the reason why I bought it that time. It was pre-owned, but what was what was interesting is that it also came out for the PS4. I didn't buy it for the PS4 because a part of me was like, well, I've already played this game. Like, I bought it twice. I don't need to buy it a third time. What made me buy it a third time for the Xbox was that Xbox was allowing mod support through the game. Those people don't know, modding a game is basically saying, oh, look, I'm going to turn the full moon out there to look like the Death Star. And everything looks like, you know, oh, look, instead of my sword, it's a lightsaber. Cool shit like that. Mm Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that when you do a mod, it does, it kind of turns off all the other features of the game, like the the trophies, and and it kind of it's like a it's like a cheat that you can play and just kind of have fun with. But when I started it, the weight of the realization that I'm starting this game again for like the third time kind of made me go, I don't want to do this. And I kind of like froze up, and I was like, I don't I don't think I'm going to play this game at this moment. Um, we eventually wound up trading it back the system back in with the games and all that kind of stuff so it wound up being like all right no no it is what it is you move on in life now then (laughs) if i had it came out again um in this time only for the playstation in the psvr mode so you can actually play skyrim in fully immersive vr Hmm. i do not have a vr headset for my playstation didn't have it. I, I felt like it was. It's. It's like you know. Look at the bundle was like three hundred and fifty dollars. It's the price of a whole new system. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, sir, nope. And I'm always a little nervous that I'm gonna get motion sickness and want to puke it up in my helmet. You know, um, it's it's always a, a, in the back of my head going, well, I might if it's too motiony, I might puke, and I don't want to. It'd be a waste of three hundred and fifty bucks if every time I put it on, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. look at me, I'm. I'm watching this video of Spider-Man swinging through New York. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, you know, like, oh, look, here I am going to do my shout. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, just, I just, but had, I had a, a VR headset. It totally, I totally would have bought it. I totally would have. I'm, Cause I'm an idiot like that. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll never have to worry about this ever again. It's out of my system. Then, 10 years later, Ed, the game comes like, hey, here's an anniversary, and not only is it the Legendary Edition, we've, um, it's, we you have a free PS5 upgrade, so the graphics are a little bit more enhanced, load times are a lot smoother and faster, and on top of that, we've done some of the creator, instead of doing mods, they have creator content, um, where people have actually gone in and done mods, but instead of giving them for free, you, they were chargeable. You, you could buy those mods for mm. real money. Um, and I think apparently they put like $200 worth of that creator content in the actual game. Like, oh, here's some new armor. Here's some of this. Here's this horse. Here's the look. And I'm like, I was like, okay. And it was on sale. And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so I started playing that too. And 
for what it's worth, it does look a little better. Um, I mean, it's not like, oh my, it's not photorealistic, but it's definitely cleaner from the PS3 version that I played once, twice. Hmm. Um, so I was like, I was impressed with the, the visuals of it. Um, I, like I said, I started over, I started that. I was just like, <laughs> like you'd think, Sean, you have no time to play any of these games. Like legitimately no yeah. time, no time at all. Um, and I'm like, oh, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then all the new games come out. You'll be buying those. <laughs> right. Cause like, I know that, well, okay, at the end of the month, the new uh, Pokemon game comes out, but that's more for Stacy than for me. And it's for the switch, not for the PS five. Um, my next game is February 18th. I think it is when it's the next horizon forbidden West comes out. And I'm like, okay, well I got that pre-ordered. And I'm like, I don't know, and I know that's going to be a big-ass game. I just don't I just don't know what I have next after that. Because then a lot of the games that were supposed to come out earlier this year got pushed back, like uh, Saints Row uh, got pushed back to, I think, August. Um, the rumor has it that Breath of the Wild 2 might be coming out this year, but mm. I'm not not looking. I didn't finish, I didn't barely play the first one. So I'm not, I'm not like, ooh, rushing out the door to pre-order that. Right. Um, I think there's uh, what else? There's another game I was looking forward to. Elden Ring comes out in February. I pre-ordered it, but I just pre-ordered it for the tchotchke. They gears like a and I, it, it's a ring. It won't fit me because my thing, my hands are too fat. Mm-hmm. But it, the ring looked cool, <laughs> <laughs> so I pre-ordered so well we can get one in, and I'll just snag the ring and cancel my. Maybe I don't know. It's a game that I'm on the fence about because it's one of those Dark Souls type games where you're going to die a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm. And, and and those games infuriate me because I'm not good at them. <laughs> and I keep thinking that maybe there'll be one, they'll make one where I actually enjoy playing. <laughs> <sighs> so like, there's that part of me is just like, maybe I'll try that one. You know, and it's also... It's created by them, but it's also the story based. Uh, it's based on a story written by um, George R. R. Martin, the guy who did who who's writing the Game of Thrones novels. Mm-hmm. And a part of me is like, dude, why don't you just finish the goddamn series instead of working on video games? Like, uh, but whatever, you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess you you kind of you're good for a few months, I guess, because you know they come in threes, and between Betty White and Sidney Portuguese and, and Bob Saget, you got your three. <laughs> so you maybe you have a little time, but it's still kind of frustrating. I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll, I'm gonna dabble in that. I want to get that. Um, the Saints Row game doesn't come out till August. They're supposed to be doing the Lego Star Wars Saga, which I had pre-ordered about two years ago. I'm still waiting on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it got pushed back, and it got pushed back to who knows the, who, who the fuck knows when. And then I kind of looked, and they're like, well, we're thinking maybe spring 2022. And I'm like, okay, that would make sense if they do it in, like, in April or May, maybe closer to May, June for, like, you know, Star Wars Day or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe May the 4th be with you kind of thing. Right. Who knows? But that's four months away now or three and a half, four and a half months away from now. Yeah. It's like, well, you guys better make an announcement soon. Don't be a dick and be like, yeah, we're going to do it. Next. 2023 is going to be our year. <laughs> <laughs> 2027, the 50th anniversary of Star Wars. Right. Enjoy the 
I mean, at that point, man, that game better be stellar because <laughs> I have to wait another how many years is that? Five uh, years. Another five years to play that? I'd be like, fuck, fuck you, Lego. I'll just, you know what? I could have, you know how many, you know how many sets I've built since then? <laughs> 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 I have built enough Star Wars Lego stuff that I can make my own video game with the Lego <laughs> shit that I have bought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's been kind of my uh, thing. I think I th- that was it. Uh, work's been work. I mean, I, I, I not, not, I made a couple moron customers, but I mean, it seems to be less and less. That's just when they do come in, they're kind of stellar in their their audacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you'll appreciate this one because you're a Star Wars fan. Guy comes in wants to sell his PS4 Pro, right? Mm. Um, it's the Star Wars Battlefront Two PS4 Pro. Okay, so it's it's not it's not the one that you have uh, with the Vader. It's 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 got the I didn't like it. It had the the Rebel logo. The Imperial logo, and right in the center was the um, what her the Inferno logo, hmm. and and also came with like a special controller and all that kind of stuff. And I forget how much it cost. Um, it had to be upwards of four hundred plus dollars. Guy calls, wants to trade it in. Sure, no problem. Come in now. GameStop offers up to a um, dollar amount. Key phrase: up to a dollar amount in trade credit. Hmm. Comes in, gives me the system, and I'm telling him that the most I can give him is this. Now it's not it's not the full it's to him, the machine's worth more. And his argument is is that because it's a limited edition. And I told him, I was like, look, I, I can understand that as a collector myself. However, GameStop doesn't feel that way. It's a piece of plastic. It's going to be charged. We're going to charge exactly the same amount if it had that fancy stuff on it or not. That's just the way the business works. Sorry. And he starts giving me some shit. Well, your thing over there says up to $300. And I was like, yeah, if you really read it, it says up to $300 in cash or credit. You know, it's not, you're not guaranteed that. And then there was like another kid in the building at the time, and the guy. He seemed interested, so the guy was quickly turned to him and go like, "You want to buy? It? Give me three hundred dollars right now." And I was like, you, "I'm like, you can't do that in the store. If you're going to do that deal, I'm going to ask you to leave. Like, just just go." I'm like, "You don't have to take the offer. You can go and if you think you can get this much money, by all means, here it is. I'll give it back to you right now." You know, and then he starts bitching about like, of course, like everyone does about this and about that, and you know, like, oh, you guys are just going to flip it for this price, blah blah blah. And I'm like, I just feel like I. Part, internally, I was like, "That's how capitalism works, dude." <laughs> you know, like, like I'm, I'm, like, no, I'm gonna give you three hundred bucks and then flip it for three hundred bucks and go, you know, and then, and then, and then, <laughs> you know, I make nothing off of it. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right, sir. You know, like, and it, and again, him, you know, and I said, like, you know, sir, it's, it's not really. I mean, it's worth worth. I mean, they don't even make this one anymore. He's like, well, all the more reason why it's, you know, I should get what I want for it. And at the time, the main thing that I noticed about it, he traded in two controllers. Uh, one was a, a white one, and one was a blue one. And then the system itself. And people, and some advice, when you're going to trade a system in, or when you trade anything in and you want 
the best value for your money, you should make it look as clean and as neat as you possibly can. This guy did not do that. In fact, um, I don't know. You have a PS4. You probably look at it there. After a while, it gets dusty in the vents. Mm -hmm. It's caked with dust. It caked so much that I knew that it caked with dust so much that I knew if he took it to other stores, we have a big like like can of air, except it's it's electric, so it's it's really powerful. Mm-hmm. I know little time, little effort, we can clean all that out. It's not that big of a deal. Some stores don't even, especially now with COVID, don't even bother with that. They go, I'm charging you a fee. We're going to make it defective, ship it to our home office, and there someone's going to take it apart, build it, you know, clean it, put it back together, sell it as refurbished. And so then I, I'm. He was already bitching about the press. I'm like, all right, we can do that here. I'm not going to worry about it. But the main thing that it didn't occur to me until after he left, because he gave me, of course, he came, he had the box and everything. The box was ripped to shit, but it was missing the controller that came with the system. <laughs> and a part of me was like, ah, oh, shit, if I would have been, if I was maybe just a little bit more calmer, I could have been like, yeah, sure, I would have given you that if you can get me the controller. Yeah. You know, like, where's the controller? If it's so, if it's such a big deal that this thing's a limited edition and that it's worth this much, blah blah blah, where's the original controller? Because no collector isn't going to buy it without all the original parts. Right, <laughs> right. I it, it, it dawned on me after he left. Like, you know how you you replay an argument in your head and you go, "Oh, I wish uh, I said that." <laughs> oh, I have the comeback now that I right, need. Like, oh, like you wake up in the middle in the middle of the night. And that's what your mama said. that was that was the highlight of it happened uh, i think friday today i had to (laughs) this is my favorite story you know how much i love my favorite stories (sighs) kid came in um and he we have there's these demon slayer demon uh demon slayer is a japanese anime uh tv show Mm -hmm. now also a movie and also a video game we sell, we got some blind boxes in. Now, blind boxes, for the people who are the uninitiated, are boxes with little collectibles in it, but you don't know what's in it. That's why they're called blind boxes, like mini boxes. It's like a surprise. You buy it, you hope for the best, but if you're a fan, you're not going to worry about it, right? Mm-hmm. So this kid comes in. It's um, three people. Um, guy... He's got like these fuzzy cat ears on, um, and then he came in with a, a an, an Asian girl who was dressed very spiffy, like almost like a prep school girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the African American girl was also dressed kind of preppy. So I'm assuming they were <clears throat> cosplaying for whatever reason. Yeah, and I, I'm like, I don't know if the Demon Slayer movie's still in, in theaters or not. I think so because later on I saw someone with a like a fiery yellow wig on with a bird sitting on their head, fake bird, but a bird nonetheless. They look like a character out of the out of the out of the show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the kid buys. I mean, I say kid, that's because they're probably like teenagers. You know, buys one of the blind bags, blind boxes, leaves. Go about my day. Comes back like two minutes later. They want to return it. And I'm like, well, why, why are you returning it? And it's not the one the girls wanted. <laughs> and I looked, I looked at him, and I was like, well, they're called mystery boxes for a reason. You don't get to just come back and return it because you didn't like the what you got. 
<laughs> I'm like, that's not how that works, dude. You know, I'm like, look, I can if you want to get another one, I'll 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 do it this one time because clearly you're an idiot. I didn't say that part. I thought that part. Nah. But I was like, clearly, like, like, dude, you, you you just can't do that. Like, that's not the way it works. Um, but I was like, I will swap it out for you. And he's like, he's like, I'm like, but you're gonna take your chances again because they're blind boxes. It, they're mystery boxes. <laughs> like, hello, kind of defeats the purpose if they had a clear window on it. I, which, which, which I, I, I get and I hate at the same time because they have those. At Disney, and, and they're 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 blind bags is basically what they call them uh-huh, there, and because right. they're little baggies, and and they show like one or two that they'll sell as like the start off kind of thing, and then they'll have right. the bag with the four or whatever on there, so you're going, oh, like I have a shot at this, and it's just like it just kind of sucks though because it's like you buy it and you're going, I have this one already, <laughs> you know, right? Like oh my god, I hope I get the Maleficent one, and you open up and it's like oh, it's. What do you call it? It's, it's a bluebird. Like, right. It's like it's something like, not even close. It's the tramp. And I'm like, I don't fucking want that. Nowhere near that. Like, ah. Oh. Sometimes you go, oh, I hope I get, you know, Maleficent. It's like, oh my God, it's Jack Skeleton. That's even better. Like, but I don't know which one they were they were looking for. But then I give the kid his money back. He goes about his business. And then all of a sudden, like, Five minutes later, the girls come back in and they're hovering around the demon slayer boxes again. But this time, they're picking them up and they're shaking them. And I'm like, I know what they're trying to do. They're going, okay, who do we want? Does this feel lighter? Does this feel heavier? Because I, I did that myself. We had one year we had um, monster mystery boxes, and I really wanted the Godzilla one. And we knew just by the weight of the box which one would have the Godzilla because the Godzilla one was heavy, just very dense and big. So we took, we have a scale, we ship stuff out. <laughs> and you weighed them. We, we weighed them all out. I went, this one I think is the heaviest one. That one, we wrote them all down. Like, oh my God, that's the heaviest one. That's got to have the Godzilla in it. And of course, you know, I bought it, it had the Godzilla in it, and I was very happy because we figured it out. <laughs> Cheated the system in a way. <laughs> But these girls were just kind of shaking it and kind of feeling it. And I was like, I'm like, girls, just want to remind you that they're called blind boxes. You're just going to have to take your chance. I can't I can't allow you to buy it and go, oh, man, this is the one I wanted and try to return it. And they're like, no, no, we we, we get that. And <laughs> I'm like, did you? Because I feel like you kind of missed the point the first time around. Huh. You know? Or I felt like the kid, the, the boy... I don't know. I don't want to say he's young enough and um, and he's with teenage girls and he's kind of dressed, you know, cosplay-ish. So there's a part of me that says, like, he, I think he was trying to be the, the the good friend and be like, well, let's just return it. You know, like, it probably was there. Like, they didn't like it. They weren't happy. They got the impression that he was trying to be, like, the hero, the mm-hmm. white knight. And he got yelled at for it. <laughs> there he so he comes back in and he's like, uh, I told them, don't worry, we're going to just buy this one and you're never going to see us for the end of the night. <laughs> because it was getting close to the ending. I'm like, I don't care that you want, you can buy all of them for all I care, but you just can't return them because you, you weren't happy with the results. I mean, sorry. Like, <laughs> uh. I was like, you know, no, no, it's okay. And they bought one. And I was like, well, I hope you get the one that you want because it's going to suck if you don't, you know. <laughs> 
right? I'm like, you know, the idea is like you buy a bunch of them. Hopefully, you get enough of the ones that you want, and then you find somebody else who who's you kind of trade with your friends, right? Right. <laughs> like, like how you did it back in the old days. <laughs> like you used to do with cards and stuff, like trading cards. That's why they were right. called trading well, cards. Comic- Comic books. Comic right. books, right. Trading cards. It's right there in the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I just kind of, I just, there's moments where I just have to like look at the person. I'm like, I can't, oh my goodness, you can't be this dense. Or, oh. I was like, you, you kid, you, Oh. <laughs> just stand out front of just stand right at my doorway and go get off my mall <laughs> we got this like I guess the mall has like this rule like you know they're not responsible if they're in my store but if they're out in the hallway obviously the mall it's and there's like this big brown line that kind of goes throughout the mall and I was like you get off my brown line kid just, just step over that line <laughs> get out <laughs> uh, also too I don't know if you can hear it in my voice I'm a little strained I have officially well I have, I've been at that age now but I, I hurt myself today and I'm not sure how I did it alright my shoulder blade right by my shoulder blade I have like this cramp in my muscle so every time I breathe in it kind of hurts if I move a certain way it hurts and it's in a spot where I can't like rub it because it's it's you know, it's that spot on your back, on your back shoulder blade that you can't reach. Mm-hmm. So you kind of rub up against a door frame and try to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it's at. So if I take a deep breath, I'm like, pain. If I kind of like reach out and lean down, pain. <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, like I just want to take a hot. I'm gonna take a hot shower after I'm done, <laughs> just to get try to work it out. Or I have icy hot. I told Stacy she was gonna have to put on, but. She's sleeping right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to wake her up when it comes time for me to go to bed. Be like, baby, not put the hot, put the eyes of hat on, <laughs> so I can go to bed smelling minty. <laughs> Smell like old man, right? Oi! I had to put on my icy hat. My, oi! My muscles they're sore. And I don't. And the worst part of it is I can I can't even like you can kind of sometimes track go oh i did this that's where it must have happened i have no idea when this happened <laughs> like i know i coughed a couple times a day but i don't think i coughed that hard i sneezed maybe once or twice i don't wasn't like sneeze oh threw my back out because that could happen <laughs> but, well, did you did you lift a lot of stuff like like a day or two ago or you know or, or... um you know what? I mean, now that you're talking about it, I mean, yeah, I do. I did the day before. We had like a lot of shipment come in, so I was I was doing shipments. I was lifting boxes up, and I do tend to lift the box up, put it on my left shoulder to walk through the room to get to the desk that I have to open it up at. So maybe I did it there. Right? Thanks, Ed. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because it usually it usually doesn't happen right away. It's like the next day or something. Like because I I lifted bags like I had at least bags and i took them upstairs in my house i i went food shopping all the plastic bags you know uh, a couple years ago and my the next day my bicep was like killing me and i'm like i'm like oh my god like like i thought i ripped my arm like out of my socket like that's how bad it was i'm like i'm like holy crap like just and i I, like as long as i don't move i'm fine (laughs) right that's kind of how i feel i'm like i'm like i'm sitting here i'm like i'm not in any kind of real i'm not in any real pain it's just an aggravation that i have to put up with but it's in that spot where it's like the 
breathing in it's like oh ouch yeah it's like oh <laughs> let me just kind of like when i was talking to guests because it's been all day long i've had it because i didn't able to i mean i took some aspirin but i don't think it helped at all <laughs> and i'm like oh just but every my breath has been kind of like talk 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 because <laughs> like, it's like oh i think i'm i think i'm hurting myself <laughs> just sitting here talking going i can't believe talking's making me hurt a little bit like, son of a bitch <laughs> it's like i just feel old <laughs> uh i'm trying to think what else did i do this week um that's pre- pretty much it ed did yeah. you did you see which I forgot to mention? Oh. Did you see the second episode of the Book of Boba Fett? I did, I did. Um, I I enjoy the show. I like look. I mean, did the bad guys have to wear biker jerseys? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's kind of a cliche. Like you saw the gum coming off the speeder bikes across the desert, and you're like, oh, okay, you know they got him. But then you, you cut to bar scene. And they're like fucking the sons of Tatooine, <laughs> just biker dudes. And I'm like, that's a stereotype. <laughs> like, 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 so wait, because they ride choppers, like speeders like that, they must be in a gang and they must be assholes. How, why can't they be like retired veterans? <laughs> maybe you they know, were. Maybe. maybe they're doing a Toys for Tots run. <laughs> Like, why can't you just do that? You got to make them assholes because it justifies then when Boba steals them. <laughs> that's, that's right. They steal, he steals the bikes. And now now they know why. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, okay. But, like, they're just jerks. I'm mean, like, why is that? Couldn't they just been, like, just regular old people? And he could just been, it's, he's Boba Fett. He's kind of supposed to be a bad guy. Why can't he just do bad guy things? Why, why, uh. Why are you trying to make them nice? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, now all now all bounty hunters are, are evil, <laughs> right? Like now, like all of a sudden, it's like remember what happened to the old no disintegrations line. You know, <laughs> you're like you just feel you just internally see Boba Fett go, oh man. <laughs> like <laughs> instead, now it's like, well, you know, like you saved me from the. I pulled myself up out of the rancor monster, then I get knocked out. You guys saved me, but then kind of beat the shit out of me and now I'm gonna I'm gonna do something nice for you I'm gonna help you stop that train but first I need motorcycles <laughs> <laughs> just so happens to see some go by and go give me a stick <laughs> give me a stick and a rifle and I'll be back in the morning give me a stick and a gun and I'll be back in the morning you gotta have to trust me on this one <laughs> and they're like dude we just had you tied to a rock <laughs> like the yeah, but dog will the- you but then that's the thing. Like it's like he's got a gun and a stick, and he's in the desert. Where's he gonna go? Right, that's gonna that's what they're probably right. thinking to themselves. They're probably like, "Yeah, go ahead, give him, give him the gun stick." But don't give him the good stick. Give him the training stick. Because it wasn't even like you. You kind of find out why. Like I'm like, they gave him the the the, the training stick. I was like, okay, you know, we're not gonna waste a good stick on you. Here, here, take the take the one we give the kids. Right. And then here's Give the, the toy, rifle. Toy. <laughs> this rifle's old. You're going to hit some people with it. You're going to obviously use it in a way it's not meant to be used, and it's going to break on you. Probably because you're not using it the way it should be. <laughs> it, it, and look, uh, I mean, I guess we'll give you one of those little melon things that you can suck the water out of. 
right. I guess. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and he treks through the desert and he comes across the lone bar in the all of Tatooine, apparently, <laughs> that has. I, I'm I'm assuming there were supposed to those two other people, like. <laughs> it's felt very. I'm gonna pick it apart a little bit. They were like the only white people in the built in the bar, <laughs> and, and they were. And I'm not saying it'd be the racist part. I just thought it was kind of funny that they were very stereotypical. Like, oh my goodness, like oh, like very overreactionary to what was going on in the bar, <laughs> you know. But then again, the other guys were like, "I'm gonna take your drink. I'm gonna take your your food. And you ain't gonna do shit. I'll take your woman if I wanted to," you know. Because they're biker dudes and they're assholes. Then Boba Fett comes in, and now let's face it: the moment he walks in, everyone chenish. The record goes, and everyone looks up. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's just a patron. You don't know him, and he, he was minding his own business. You could have you could have beat the shit out of that other guy at the bar, and he wouldn't have done that jack squat. Wouldn't have done a thing. <laughs> Wasn't there for that. He was there. He was. Literally, he was going to steal your your shit, but he could have done that without even walking into that building, technically. <laughs> it was like he beat the crap out of the guy and go, I'm taking your keys now. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the overall, I, I enjoyed the episode. I mean, you find out, like, again, it's, it's, it's in... It's in flashbacks where you see, okay, well, this is how he gets the the stick. This is why he's got the black robes, and this is why you know, like you're, it's leading up to where he hits the Mandalorian part. And of course, I'm I watch too much TV, and I've seen too many movies because in the that's in the flashback in the present time, Boba's got an issue with uh, Jabba the Hutt's cousins. Um, they're coming to claim. Prima Nocta rights, I guess. They're right. they're 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 basically claiming like go oh, and dude, cousin died, it's now ours. And Boba's like, fuck you, it's mine. I'm the one who killed what's his face? Bib Fortuna, who he's the one you had to beef with. I just did what was you know, I, I took what's mine. What's up, bitches? And it's like, well, come on, you wanna go? Let's go right now. And they're like, No, it's gonna be bad for business. We'll just discuss this later. And they slink off, you know, we'll carry it off. And a part of me's going, Oh, I see what's gonna happen. They're gonna paint off those you're gonna have those Tuscan Raiders riding in on the choppers to save the day. <laughs> well, you know, I was I was thinking that, but the, the you saw the, the you saw the Wookiee that they were using. Right, apparently he's in uh in the comic books. Yeah, yeah, he's black. Uh, uh, Chris Chrisanton, Chrisanton uh, is is his name. Whatever. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I I'm not sure how it's pronounced just yet. Uh, you know, because I don't I'm not like heavy into the comic books for Star Wars, but uh, he's excited. I was more excited for the train, the people, the the aliens on the trains. I mean, that that was another crime boss family. It was the Pike Syndicate that was no, in there. I, they were in the I Clone no Wars. They were in the Clone Wars. They were, uh, they they were uh, they were spice uh, smugglers. Um, oh. so for the you know so so, I I was like I was like oh my god it's the Pikes. My wife's like who and I'm like okay yeah. right like right. nerd. <laughs> it's that moment you're like okay you know <laughs> like oh boy never mind. <laughs> She's looking at you going oh yep I married him. <laughs> <laughs> so so it was you know it was it was exciting and then and of course then no I I I kind of knew seeing that that Wilkie like going they've they've 
they've got to be, you know, he's got to be big because there's no way that he's just standing there looking menacing. He's like a brand new character. Like, you know, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that. Right. Him um, uh, was talking to a guy at work Friday because I watched it. And he's like, when he saw that character show up, he was like, he squealed like a little girl. He said, he was like, oh my God, he was so excited. And I'm like, well, I don't know who he is. He's like, he said he was in the comic book. I was like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And at first, like when Stacey and I saw him, I was like, well, it makes sense. Like the Wookiees are a, a it's like a, a breed of people. They're not all inherently good. There gotta be some bad guys. You know, there has to be. It's just, there wouldn't be, I mean, he's intimidating as fuck. Mm. I looked at him, I was like, oh, that, that's a guy who looks like he'll rip off your arm if you lose at 3D, you know, hole of chess. <laughs> like, he'll rip your arm off just for the sheer fun of it. Uh, and be, you know, you'll be thankful. <laughs> you just walked away without an arm. I mean, he looked very imposing and very scary. And I was like, okay, I'm, I, that's, I like that guy. He's, he, visually, he's he's cool looking. I'm like, I'm sure they'll probably do something. I'm like, all right. Well, the the thing was is that there was there was there was before that or or, or during that movie, you, or during that episode, you saw a lot of the Bosk kind of characters as lizard things, and apparently they're they're like almost like mortal enemies of the. Wookie, so you kind of thinking maybe they're going to be involved in some way. I, you know, what? every time I saw them, all I could think of was Star Trek. Ah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the, the 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 creature that the the Gorgon that Kirk fights on yeah. the planet. That's <laughs> all so I thought. I was like, oh, is that even, is that a nod to Star Trek or is that like an Easter egg? <laughs> like, or is Star Trek and Star Wars shared the same universe? <laughs> <laughs> Like, how great would that if you found out that, like, you know, Moss Eisley and Moss Espo were, like, you know, stops on a star. Like, oh, look, here comes Picard and crew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, look, look, I, I am enjoying it. I'm, I'm, it's only two episodes in. I'm, I, I still kind of like, do I really need to see the, the fucking flashbacks? Do I, you could have just did that all in, like, one episode. You, right. you could have. You just could have. You could have said like, "How I got out of Scarlet, the Sarlacc pit. This is what happened. This is how I got my stick. You know, I had to go on a vision quest with a, a lizard up my nose. Like, it's fine. Like, you could have done that. I just feel like, are you going to? I'm, I'm assuming they wouldn't be setting all that stuff up without some sort of payoff the closer it gets to the end. I think he's going to get in trouble, or he's going to he since he's there, he's going to call on his friends, the Tuscan Raiders, and they're going to come <laughs> driving in town, you know, on their choppers and Harleys with their fucking badge on them, on their vests, and be like, what's up, bro? You called? <laughs> you know? We traveled single file and hide our numbers, but you know what? We drive choppers now, so we come in in like a V formation to show our numbers, because bitch, we are up in here. <laughs> <laughs> like you mess with the you mess with the fet, you mess with all of us. What do you think of it? I I, I liked it. I mean, like I said I, I it, it's it's now because you know you 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 know like I always I. I always, I always like been that on the outside kind of thing. Like we, I watch the movies and then people go, "Oh, it's this person from this this comic book series," and blah 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 blah. And now that I've watched like more Star Wars because of Clone Wars and 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 Rebels, I'm going, "Oh, I knew that character. I know these people." You know, like now I'm more like excited because now like these characters that you now see, 
you know, like people that are casual Star Wars fans doesn't know who they are, but I'm like, I'm like more excited now because of it. Cause you're going, I'm like, I actually know who these people are, you know, like, like, right. you know, like the Pikes and the, you know, and then, and, you know, and then, and then I'm not going to read the comics, you know, the, just to see about this Wookiee, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I, I, I did look them up just to see, and I'm like, oh, okay. Makes sense. You know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, because you can, like I said, as soon as I saw him, he's menacing. I'm like, I'm like, there's no way that they, they're going to just, you know, he's a brand new character that they brought to the show. There's just, it's not happening. Um, so it was, it was good to see that. But like I said, I, the flashbacks, I, I like them, you know, I mean, like to see, because it was, to me, it was more of a flashback episode than, you know, I mean, right. maybe, maybe they should have started. They just could have built up. And then I'm like, okay, you know, and then and I'm thinking about, no, you can't go that way because they've already, you know, got to the point with him with the the Mandalorian and stuff. But, you know, you go and, well, you, 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 you know, I mean, I kind of like it spelled out for me. Like, like you know like, like like oh that's how he got it that's how he got the cloaks oh okay like like, like yeah it makes sense you know i mean you know granted i mean i hope it doesn't go like all season with flashbacks but you know you get to a point where like you're like you, you can't go there's not like too much further you can go with this you know because like i said you know right. he's got he's he's got like weapons now and he's got you know he helped the 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 uh uh the Tuscan Raiders. So now he's, uh, you know, um, got their under respect, you know, and they're in their, you know, in their, um, uh, almost, a, a, a partnership with them. So, you know, he's got that going for him and, you know, so that's, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, cause like you said, you, you know, that's going to be used later in the, in the episode, uh, right. later in the series. I mean, so you, you kind of go, okay. And then, you know, and it, but it's just like, you know, it's, 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 it's a build process, but you're going, how much further can they really go with this? Because now, now, like, it goes to the Mandalorian to get his armor. You already know how that happens, and you know right. it's like how much, how much more can he did? You know, help the them with the pikes and all. Um, you know, some people are some people are showing that they're more than just like a savage race. That's that's the reason why they're they're kind of doing this like whole backstory. Like they want to, um, you know, show that these character, you know, these these Tuscan Raiders are you know have different cultures that's why they have different clothes and you know the, right. the different you know like the one looks like a leader versus the rest of them and you know they're showing a, like a um a clan of of sorts and, and a hierarchy and within the within their they're the sand people so i don't know if that's true or not but that's that's what i heard uh well i was heard too well i mean take this for what it's worth one of the episodes coming up is directed by uh dave florani um who is responsible for uh, bringing Luke back, or at least Luke in the last season. So everyone's kind of, and he's kind of like a George Lucas fanboy, very old school Star Wars mm-hmm. fan. Um, I don't know how, again, we're just going to, we're talking rumors here. Apparently Harrison Ford was recently away. <laughs> yeah. So some people have started the rumor that Han Solo is going to be making an appearance in the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they made they made no way in hell, <laughs> right? Like, I don't, I don't. There's, there's not the this show doesn't have enough zeros in the paycheck. <laughs> right? I, I, I don't, I don't. He. 
I just don't. I don't. I don't see that happening now. If anything, maybe Chewy. Sure. Yeah. Like you got you got the bad Wookie. Why not bring OG Wookie in the show? You know what's up? <sighs> maybe. <laughs> like, do they really need Harrison at all? I mean, I don't mean that in in the like with the technology that we have, we could just digitalize them. Let them do the voiceover work. <laughs> I, I don't see it really. Neither. I, I don't I don't either. I don't, but like I said, it's one of those fun little things that the internet's like Ooh, Dave Florati the Florati I can't pronounce it. Dave Fioni. Fine, whatever. He's uh he's directing one of these episodes and something big. Like why not but yeah, but you have all these other people like you could bring in I'm sure somebody else from like I heard Cat Cad Bane. Maybe bring him in live action, but I feel like it's gonna. They're gonna have to do something to tie it into the next season of The Mandalorian. Maybe I don't know. Like, and if the book of Boba Fett takes off, are we gonna have to have that in the rotation too? Like, is this season like a one and done, or are they gonna take it by year? I mean, it, it, it depends. Like you said, it really depends on the popularity and how much, because that's. I mean, that's that's what they're banking on. And like, I just heard that that they're putting in billions. Uh, Disney's putting in billions into Disney Plus because of the whole backlash. Like, like they're behind on a lot of things. They're they're behind on their parks. There's a lot of rides that are being built. Uh, as we speak and they're they're way behind schedule they were supposed to be open like now because of their 50th anniversary it's going on for the next year and a half right. uh, since october and they're those rides that they made promise ten years, them. 10 years later we're still 50 Woo! <laughs> uh, but the 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 you know so so now they're they're saying some of these rides are going to be open. They're, like they're, they're, they're and they're being like honest now at this point because due to the pandemic and blah 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 that they can't open stuff. So with that going on and Comcast Universal, basically with the Universal Parks, because they opened up a coaster last summer, like, and they were, they were on schedule with it because basically when the pandemic shut them down, they figure out a way to have like online meetings about the ride and what to do and that kind of thing. And they figured out safety protocols for the, for the construction workers and, and, and uh, you know, and 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 you know, they they kept going forward, so they were on schedule, and they're they're making an epic universe now, and another park uh, universal at this point. It's not coming out to twenty twenty five, but they're working on it, and they're not like falling behind on this. Where Disney right. still hasn't really showcased anything really new. I mean, they did Ratatouille, but that was already been built before the pandemic finished. They were just holding off to it, and then all of a sudden they waited till the fiftieth anniversary to open that up. But the idea, though, is is that like the, the NBC Universal and, and Comcast basically are staying afloat because of all the content that they create for their their app and their channels. So that's what Disney's going to do. That's the you know that's so so we might see a like a book of Boba Fett and you know season two and, and you know and the season three of Mandalorian you know type of thing. I mean we're supposed to see Obi Wan and Ahsoka right. and there's like a whole right. other one. There's a there's a there's another. There's Bad Batch season two's coming out, and there's another one with uh, 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 Captain Endor, uh, not Endor, um, uh, the guy from uh, Rogue One. I just can't think of his name. Um, not Wedge. No, 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 no. The 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 the. Oh, oh right, right, right. The uh, the the 
I mean, the I one with K2SO, the the robot, him and right. Captain. Damn it! Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, I'm, clearly, that's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. But too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right i mean sure why not i just again i feel like <sighs> it's one of those things where it's like wow now we're getting flooded with star wars content and while it's good on one hand i'm also kind of like yeah but i hope it doesn't like saturate the market too bad where you're just like i don't know if i want to watch it like i Completely blew my mind. Andor. A-N-D-O-R. Captain Andor. Gotcha. Cassian Um, Andor. That's what it is. It blew my hair back, Ed, when I realized that the Eternals are coming out this week on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I saw, I was like, when I was looking at it, I was like, oh, coming soon to Disney+. Plus. I was like, what? Well, you know, the the new Pixar movie, Turning Red, Uh that's coming out on Disney+, Plus only. I, you know what I I saw somebody make a comment like they didn't, couldn't understand why in my head I'm like well like someone was saying that it would be perfect to put in the theaters because people are going back I'm just like yeah but Disney doesn't want like it makes sense to put it on on demand because again you're going to get more subscribers that way um, but more importantly too maybe Disney doesn't want to have people go to the theaters for a reason in, I mean, Spider-Man is crushing it in the box office. It's yeah, it's like number eight, of like all time. Right, and, it, and movies. it's making it's making Sony enough money that they actually push back Morbius a couple months so that they can squeeze every last penny out of the this movie. <clears throat> makes sense, right? It totally makes sense. I feel like Disney's going like, yeah, that's great and all, but how many people of those are expo- being exposed to COVID? What's the safety protocols at some of those theaters? If we just put our movies out on Disney Plus, it's a kids movie. We don't have to worry about kids, you know, getting sick, parents not taking their kids because maybe they're a little paranoid about the safety protocols at a theater. It's safer for Disney to just put it on their streaming platform and hope that little Susie who wants to watch this movie talks their parents into buying at least one month of Disney Plus so they can see this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, in in the end, that might make Disney more money because it's like you know, kind of set and forget it. Well, we'll buy it. Like, oh, look, here's a deal: first month free. We'll watch that, and we can watch. Ooh, and then they get suckered into. Well, I always did want to watch the Mandalorian. I heard such great things about it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and next thing you know, it's like, oh my god, they brought Boba Fett back. I thought he was dead. Well, you find that out because you didn't watch Mandalorian for the last couple of years. <laughs> you know. You're still calling it. You're still calling the, the thing baby baby Yoda. You don't know he's got a name. His name is Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> you're just calling it baby Yoda. No, he has a name officially. So I mean, I, it, to me, it just seems like it's a smart play on Disney's part, just to be like, no, we're just gonna put this stuff on streaming. Like, the, at least the animated, excuse me, the animated stuff. It just kind of struck me as like, wait. Eternals is hitting streaming already. I'm like, when's it coming out in video? Like, when's the end of February? 
in February. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. Disney's fucking just, oh, well, we got it. It's ours. We're going to do what we do because we're Disney. We're going to put it on streaming first, get you to watch it, and then, bam, put it on Blu-ray and DVD, and then well, you're going to buy it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, I guess maybe this week I'll watch The Eternals because I, I wanted to see it. Um, who knows? I, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch because I haven't seen it yet. Um, you know, Me either. It's, it's the only Marvel movie I haven't seen yet. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard it wasn't that good, but I mean, you know, I mean, they're all there, winners. There, there, there was though I heard there was some people, some people didn't like certain movies that I liked that were Marvel movies. You know, like right. that that weren't you know like you know, I mean. I, I'm I'm trying to think of a, like a really bad Marvel movie that we saw in the last I, five years. I, I mean, I'm the, there's a part of me who wants to be like, well, I didn't really enjoy Captain Marvel. You know, it's I thought it the movie itself was kind of unnecessary in the grand scheme of things. Um, I mean, I get why they did it, but I the movie itself, I was like, well, did I really need to see that? It's the only Marvel movie that I don't have in my collection. Okay. You know, it's it's one of those, like, uh, I mean, I even went out and got, like, Shang-Chi Shang in The Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. You know, because I really enjoyed that. I mean, obviously, I saw it on Disney+, Plus, but I was so blown away by how good that movie was. It's like, I needed it. Part of, I, needed, I needed it. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even have to talk about, like, it's not even a question if I'm not going to get the Spider-Man, you know, No Way Home. Uh, you know, but I... We call it the uh, Captain Marvel is the only one that I have not purchased yet, and I keep being like, "Well, it's like digitally, it's ten dollars." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't want to pay ten dollars for it. Just, <laughs> just, just don't." Hmm. You know, I get, get, and there's like, it's it's frustrating because a lot of those movies, because they're Disney owned, I don't the digital copy only gets through um, Apple TV, so I can watch those movies but a part of me is just like oh, I just want to be able to go through my voodoo account and go play like I don't I shouldn't have to you know, wait what I also have Disney Plus so I could I could watch Captain Marvel whenever I wanted to it's on there um, now they also added two of Wolver- Wolverine Origins didn't they wait 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 <laughs> slow your roll there son right you're saying that Captain Captain Marvel is only on on uh, 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 Apple well, no, no, no. What I meant was that it's... I mean, no, you can buy it digitally on Voodoo. Right. And stuff like that. But what I'm saying is Disney and... No, maybe I can get it that way. No, because I, I have it. I bought... I have Captain Marvel I, as on Blu-ray and, and DVD and digital. And I I have it digitally on, on at Movies Anywhere and... Uh, right. Okay. Well, I'm getting kind of ahead of myself because a lot of the older um, Marvel movies that I bought... Were, yes. Where I didn't have Voodoo, I, I I went through Apple because of Disney, right? Because at the uh, time, so, yeah, they were <laughs> in cahoots right. with each other, the bastards. Right. So now, like, if I wanted to watch uh, Doctor Strange, I have to go through the Apple TV app to watch it. Really? And I don't want. I don't want to do that. <laughs> in fact, yeah, uh, yeah, because at the time, yeah, we was like, well, you get to pick where you want it to go. And a lot of times I just pick Apple because it was I had an uh, Apple account. Okay. Like there was there was like okay well Sean you have an option you can go column A or column B 
And I was like, well, I don't have column B yet, so I'm going to go with column A. And then it's like, well, your movies anywhere, you can merge your when movies anywhere came out, it's like, well, you can merge your your movies all together in one spot. You can your Apple stuff can go there too, and it's like, well, not all of it. Nah. Disney, Disney's like, whoa, whoa, slow your roll there, Mister. Right. <laughs> we have our own app. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, can't you all just get along now? MGM, I'm, who I'm boycotting. Like, no, we're not going to play with any of these. Right. We're going to deal solely with Apple. Right, and then let me say because because actually, movies anywhere used to be Disney's movies anywhere. It used to Disney owned right. it, and then they sold it. And you know, they because they were like they were like, well, we can't we can't at the time capitalize on this market. There was no, they were not doing as well digitally because it's it was in its infancy stages at that point. They right. they didn't realize. I'm I'm sure now they're kicking their head, you know, kicking their asses, you know. But I mean, I mean, they well, we got Disney Plus, you know, blah blah blah. We got them for six bucks a month, you know, forever. Right, right. You know, right, seven like bucks they, a month, they whatever. Found a way to make their money back, right? <laughs> but but see, see, Disney's Disney's the first. Disney's the type of Disney's the type of company that goes, yeah, I want, I want, I want this. I want Disney Plus, but I also want the digital market too. I like, I, I want all the markets. I right. want, and, I want to. Famous words of Gordon Gecko: Greed is good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and 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 they'll make and you know, and then you you they'll put a smile on their face, and you'll just and you'll buy it, and you just do, and you just go, okay, Disney, yes, yes. Um, that yep, I'm, I got my Disney Plus, I got my movies. I'm like, okay, like I'm interested in that, uh, the movie with the family in the house. I can't pronounce it or the Encanto. You know, yes, like I want to watch that too because it's getting a lot of buzz. Like it's especially pretty pretty good and. I'm like, all right, um, that's on there. Some, somebody called it incognito, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like, oh, so it's the Adventures of the X Men, <laughs> like in, in the mansion. <laughs> okay. <sighs> like, all right, I'm, I'm there for that. I'll watch it. I mean, it looked, it looked interesting. It looks fun. It. Reminded me a little too much of, um, it, to me, it felt like. Uh, did you see Coco? Yes, I've I've seen I've seen Encanto too. Oh, how was it? I liked it. I enjoyed it. You know, it's it's. Uh, how do I put this without spoiling it? Um, <laughs> you could just say I liked it. I, I'm saying I did. I liked it. I liked it a lot. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's it was. <coughs> It, I saw it in the theater. That was a thing that, that you know. And then I'm like, "Son of a bitch! What do you mean it came out? <laughs> you know, it came out here on <laughs> like Disney with Cruella. Like, like, <laughs> and it's just like, and I'm like, and then a part of me is like, well, that we really wanted to see it. So we, we, you know, because we also wanted to go to the theater, like, kind of like show support, you right. know, to go to the theater and all. And was like, hey, a Disney movie, why not? You know, it's like it's 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 not it's not a thinker to do it. You just do it. So for for us to go see it, and then it, but it just it just kills you. <laughs> You're going motherfucking now because I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be premiere access because you know everybody's panicking right. now the the new co- you know the new virus, the new variant or whatever. So you're thing, and you're going, wait, I could have just waited it out until Christmas for nothing <laughs> for the right. price of the monthly fee. You assholes, <laughs> like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so that's like, all right. 
Well, but, well speaking of speaking of DVD and Blu-rays, uh, what's coming out this week? Good thing. <laughs> so bad, good, bad segue. Um, there and you go. Release Silly Kids. Uh, the first one is the new Dune is coming out on a 4K Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. Uh, so if you uh, if you it, I you know I didn't get to see it, so I'm I'm gonna buy it just to just to watch it and, right. and own it in my collection. Of course, I have the other Dune, so I think I I have a service to do it to put it in my collection. Um, Halloween Kills, uh, the extended cut is coming out the floor K Blu-ray DVD and digital as well. Okay. Um, the the latest in the Halloween series of movies. Um, this one is for my wife. Uh, Spencer is coming out. This is the one about Princess Diana and and Prince Charles, uh, in, in the relationship. Uh, it's 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 not like a true st- story, but stuff that was written and you know like they. Is they, this the one with Kristen Stewart? Yes. I heard she crushed it. Like I heard she did a really good job. My wife saw it in the theater and she loved it. So, but she oh, okay. is she loves the whole like royalty. I, I mean, yeah, back then it was like America's fairy tale. I mean, you know, when when, was, when they when they when when Harry got married and the other one got married, like you know, she stayed up. Like I like I remember like right. You know, I'm well, like it's, it's her royal family, even though she's not from Britain. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, so she's she's all excited. So she watched out, and then like they when the when the uh, what's, what's that series that came out on on Netflix the about the Queen and stuff, and and you know the history and stuff. She was watching. She's doing like those watch parties online where you know you could <laughs> chat with people and all. And she was right. excited. So okay. <laughs> Uh, we have some 4K releases this week. Uh, Juice is coming out on 4K, and The Great Escape is coming out on 4K. Uh, some classic movies there for you. Okay. Uh, then we have uh, for television. We have Ren and Stimpy: The Almost Complete Collection is coming out. Um, it's basically, I think it is their complete collection. I think they're just making a joke. But uh, you know, if, if you don't have well, it, I don't know. There, there are, there is a DVD out there of like the ones that never aired. Because they did get kind of raunchy, <laughs> and then they did reboot the series, and and they did kind of push the envelope even more. So maybe maybe there's something to it. Maybe. <laughs> oh, you know what? Now I'm reading it. Yeah, it's kind of like a best of. It's like 52 episodes uh, okay. on nine discs, and you know from all five seasons. So I don't think it was uh short season so there you go so that's that's the the reason why yeah so right right uh cobra kai season three is coming out on dvd and uh for you this week so uh if anybody doesn't want to watch netflix and they want to see cobra kai you can well, now catch up it right now yes i have not watched it yet i need to watch it because i love that show okay <laughs> just, just throw it out there <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, now let's move on to video games. That's all we have all right. for uh, releases uh, for uh, movies and TV. Uh, shit, crap, and don't know. <laughs> well, I do want to mention the fact is last week we had a game come out called Deep Rock Galactic, developed by Ghost Ship Games and published by Coffee Strain um, Publishing, and it was for the PS4 and PS5, and that came out Tuesday, uh, January 4th. We didn't have it on the list because it wasn't didn't show up uh, on a certain site, so it, it just it, it wasn't. You can, see, you can see GameStop site. <laughs> it wasn't on GameStop site. They have an article every year um, that comes out with all the games that are coming out every week, every weekend, not every year. Well, no, no, they do the they do the whole year, like kind of oh. thing. 
but as they they do update it through through time like if if things get delayed they'll they'll actually move the dates on it and for different different systems like Mm -hmm. they do they put actually a lot of time in this article which is which is phenomenal they do it every year because the last couple years that's how we've been finding stuff and and you know bringing it to us every week so it was was just interesting but like i said they didn't didn't get to that one in time that's why uh we didn't see it uh but coming out this week that was monster hunter rise developed and published by capcom for the pc and that's on uh, wednesday january 12th then we have astroneer developed and published by uh system error yeah, error, and uh, that's for the Switch, and that's coming out Thursday, January 13th. And finally, God of War, developed by Santa Monica Studios and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment for the PC, and that's going to be on Friday, July 14th. Yeah, a lot of uh, Sony's doing a lot of their games for PC ports. Yes. Uh, all right, I mean, they're ch- everyone's tried. <laughs> <laughs> so there all you right. go. Okay, well, I guess it's my turn to bring the news, even though we did talk a little bit about news and beginning of the show with the passing of Bob Saget. Um, but I do have some other stuff. Um, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, we talked... Did you watch the... Um, have you watched the Harry Potter Return to Hogwarts thing yet? No, I didn't. I did not. I, I, a couple of times I almost did and I fell asleep. And not because I was watching it. because before I even got to it, I was just so tired because it was like 1230 at night or something like that. I'm like, I'm going right. to watch this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the reason why I bring it up is because when you see it, you, there's, there might be a change to the show that from the original version that I saw. Um, allow me to explain it. Oh, do tell, there, yes. There's a moment where they talk about Emma Watson and her that her being a Harry Potter fan before she got the role, um, they she read the books. And they have a photo of her with like uh, like a cute Emma watson photo as her as a child mm-hmm. um however the problem with that is well, was was that it wasn't her it was emma roberts in that photo <laughs> and apparently people recognize that photo because emma roberts herself posted that photo she's like that's weird <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 Emma Watson, Emma Watson. Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> That's what the guys that was editing. <laughs> we need a picture of young Emma Watson reading a Harry Potter box. They they look on the internet and that pops up and they're like, there it is. You know, click there. You go click you know, save and yeah. They, they <laughs> well, like like I watched it now when I saw the photo. I didn't think I was like, oh, it's cute. You know that that she read it. And I didn't go. Oh my God, that's not Emma Watson. That's Emma. Rock. How would I know that? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, so I was just when I, it was like the next day, news articles popped up. It goes mistake in the Return to Hogwarts. I'm like, where was the mistake? I mean, the mistake was the fact that you know it's it's just it's not long enough. <laughs> it's almost two hours. I wanted more. Um, <laughs> it was it was this photo. I'm like, oh, I would never have known because. I knew who Emma Roberts is, and I also knew who Emma Watson is. And to be honest, when they're like two, they do look alike. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, basically, the story goes: the producers of Harry Potter's 20th anniversary, Return to Hogwarts, have commented on an error in the reunion. 
Uh, in the special, which debuted on New Year's Day, they used a photograph of Emma Roberts, who did not appear in any Harry, Harry Potter movies, in place of one of Emma Watson, who did obviously play in those movies. Um, well spotted, Harry Potter fans, the statement provided to Entertainment Weekly reads. <laughs> uh, <you laughs> Nerds. Brought, right. You brought an editing mistake of a mislabeled photograph to our attention. New versions up shortly. Uh, so I guess they're going to fix that <laughs> post <laughs> post airing, I guess. Like, oh, we aired it. It's a mistake. Gotta love the digital age where they go, you know, we'll just take it down, slap this on there, and then put it back up. No one will even know. Right. <laughs> or we'll do the fix now, and then in a blink of an eye, someone's going to refresh it, and we'll just put the new one in there. Right. <laughs> So I thought that was interesting. Uh, that's pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but to say it's like they didn't really give too much credit to like who I think, right? They don't. They don't say who, who found it or was it. I guess a no, bunch of people. They don't. No, they kind of basically um, like once it aired, after it aired, everyone who's a Harry Potter, uh, the, the Potterheads, were open up in arms about it. Like that's not Emma Watson. Oh my God, how could they? Like right away, it's dragging across the, the hot coals of. How stupid these people are! How could you not know? How could you not know the difference between this person and this person? So I gotta look. I didn't know. I was I supposed to look for that? Like, I just thought it was a cute photo of a little, a little girl enjoying her Harry Potter book. I had no idea that it was movie star Emma Emma Roberts, not Emma Watson. I mean, who would know? Right. Except <laughs> the uber nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes you wonder, like, 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 who that person was. It's like, it's like some, <laughs> some like right. ult, ultimate fan that's like, you know, borderline. Like, like, are you a pedophile? <laughs> well, here's the problem: is okay. Like, where's the problem? Who knew? Was it because you are uh, an Emma Watson fan and that you've seen that photo a bunch of times, or are you a Emma Watson fan and there that's not that's not what she looked like as a as a little child? <laughs> like, um. How would you like? I mean, it, you're right. Like, why are you? Why do you know that photo so well? <laughs> like, how because, creepy are you? Because <laughs> I saw that photo and I was like, okay, it's a kid, like in Harry Potter. Oh, so it's not Emma Watson? Huh. All right. Well, whoops. Oh, they're <laughs> gonna fix it. All right. I guess no harm, no foul. I guess I feel privileged. I saw the mistake. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I watched the New Year's Day and I got to enjoy the moment to know that, in hindsight. It's going to be one of those um, Mandela effect things, like years later. Back in my day, it was Emma Thompson, not Emma. I mean, it was Emma Roberts, not Emma Watson. I remember 2021, or when was when this come out? 2022. 2022, when when they used the wrong picture for Emma Watson, for Emma Roberts. Only a few of us saw it, but when we did, we all were up in arms. No, no, Grandpa, look, here it is right here. I'm going to show you. It's it's really Emma Watson. That's not the way I saw it, kiddo. <laughs> Back then, it was this photo. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know. That, that's your Grandpa, what have you been smoking? I'm like, no, I'm telling you. I'm taking it. I'm ta- Listen to my show. <laughs> We're going to go back on this episode. Episode. What episode is it? 432. 432? I, I wish it was 434. <laughs> 432. And you're like, 
listen to this show. Listen to your your old pal Sean and and your grandpa and back when they had no sense. <laughs> but you know what they knew? We had facts. Facts is it was Emma Emma Roberts, bitches. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's now you have to do what I tell you. <laughs> Rub grandpa's feet. <laughs> His dogs are barking. He's been standing around all day waiting for your lazy asses because we have to get to Disney World. It's their 100th anniversary. And I swear to God, if you make me miss the Tower of Terror, I'm kicking some ass. You know who's got dinner with Di- you know who's got dinner with Mickey? Me. <laughs> <laughs> all you little fuckers get out of my way <laughs> pushing kids over chasing after Spider-Man again I haven't seen him move that fast since, you know, since they told him his shirts were on fire <laughs> I told you that story right when we were on honeymoon we were right. Universal for the day and, and for a couple of days, and and the Spider Man goes running by. My wife turns around, and goes, "Hey, Ed, there's Spider Man, Ed," because <laughs> I was running after him with my camera. Like driving. George Costanza in a, a fire in a building, <laughs> <laughs> knocked over an old lady, pushed kids out of the way, <laughs> out of my way, kids. Oh my God, Grandpa, slow down! No, kiss my ass. all right well let's see what else i got here ed um um, okay this one it was a little i mean i can't say i'm surprised but since we are talking disney plus did you know they're doing a percy jackson tv show no i did not Uh, yes they are ed surprise now i have seen both movies uh, I liked both movies. I even read the series. Okay. About a year ago, I enjoyed. I, I like Greek mythology. So <clears throat> Percy Jackson is supposed to be the son of uh, Poseidon. I think Poseidon. Um, and it's like kind of like like teenagers, and it's the fate of the world, all that kind of stuff. But to me, when I first saw the movie, the f- the one thing that stood out was. Alexand- uh, Alexandria Daddario. Uh she played <clears throat> sorry she played she play god damn it um uh, 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 why can't I she played Annabeth mm-hmm. um and if you're she plays Annabeth Chase but she's also been in some more recent movies but for me as a person she captivating blue eyes um when she's on screen, you, that's all you can focus on is her just piercing blue eyes. And as a person who likes women who are dark-haired and light-colored eyes, I, right away I was like, oh, hello. You know, like, wow, that's it. she's kind of interesting. Never saw her before, but like, okay. And then she's been in a bunch of other stuff since then. She's played The Rock's Kid in uh, San Andreas, but then also turned around and played uh, in in the Baywatch movie. Mm. Uh, I'm like, all right. She was also in True Detective, um, but 
because they're doing uh, the TV show, they actually asked her if she was going to be involved in the series in some way, shape, or form. Uh, she was like, no, no, I love Percy Jackson. Like, I, I loved it. It was when I stepped into Percy Jackson and I got that job, I had no idea what it was. I know, like, a bit part actor in New York City. I was like a bit part, at, bit part actor in New York City. I was a kid. I was working at a bar. I didn't have any idea of Hollywood or or all that stuff. Uh, she went on to say, like, I'm so excited for the kids that are going to be cast in that and how they'll inspire a new generation of young women. Like, it's so cool. Annabeth is really an inspiring character to people. But no, I don't think there's I don't think anything about it beyond that. And I shouldn't. I was just a girl in the movie. So I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, how great it would be to like, have her be like the mom of one of the characters now at this point. Mm hmm. Or like older sister, older sibling. I don't know. I don't. How old is she? She she just got engaged to uh, somebody who was significantly older than her. Uh, she was born in March sixteenth of nineteen eighty six. So it makes right. her. Any answers? Uh, no, no, no math. <laughs> <laughs> She's twenty five now. She'll be twenty six in. And I think March. her, I think her fiance, is, or husband, I think he's like in his fifties. All right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a man who who has a uh, younger wife, like, yeah, good for him. <laughs> good on him. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Every funny enough, you were like, hey, he's too old for you. <laughs> um, all right, so and we were talking about the Matrix, and well, we weren't talking about the Matrix. We were talking about the Matrix in a couple shows. Like, you saw the movie, I saw the movie. Uh, my impression was, I got the feeling that they were going to make the movie with or without the people involved. So the people were like, well, shit. If, we can at least get a paycheck out of it, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I, apparently, according to uh, Warner Brothers, plan to make Matrix Four with or without the Wachowskis' involvement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> After decades of anticipation, uh, the Matrix Resur Resurrection producer says Warner Brothers would have made the film anyway if Lana Wachowski hadn't volunteered. <laughs> <laughs> After decades of anticipation, fans finally got their wish. The Matrix Legacy sequel was announced in 2019 with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss returning, titled The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, the film, for those who don't know, premiered simultaneously in theaters and on HBO uh, Max uh, during Christmas holiday. Uh, but most people believe that it's an improvement over 2003's The Matrix Revolutions, by the way. Um, but, uh, let's see, uh, 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 um, in a recent announcement of Resurrections, McTeague, James McTeague, who recently sat down with Collider for an interview, um, I don't know who he is, let me see if I can quickly scroll, he's probably a producer of some sort, uh, he has this quote, is like, look, I think when you have had a franchise with that much potential money-making capability, there's always talk. It's in the same way that the Marvel Universe repeats and turns in on itself, where you have Spider-Man or you have Iron Man or Thor. There's always a potential to update those movies 
just because of the possibility of making the money and telling new stories. I shouldn't say it's just purely fiscal, though. It, I, should, I shouldn't say it's just a purely fiscal thought. But yeah, look, there was versions out there, but they hadn't landed on, on the right version. So when Lana eventually came back around and said, look, I'm interested in making another movie, of course they went with the filmmaker who was the genius of The Matrix. So let's face it, they... Sooner or later, they were gonna they were gonna reboot that series. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hear though that they're not doing a sequel. Um, in late 2010s, reports service that the Matrix prequels and spinoffs were being planned. Uh, the Avengers writer Zach Penn was was revealed to be working on the franchise revival, but WB chose Lana Wachowski over Penn's. Um, Atik 2 confirmed that multiple scripts were lined up at the studio. He's like, yeah, that was real. There were versions out there, but I guess the fates dictated that a lot of story came out at the right time, and Warner Brothers were willing to move forward with that story. Uh, so, uh, I, it's money's money. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, like, you can't, like, there's, sometimes I get a little gatekeepy about things and like I feel like well you know the Matrix is perfectly fine there's no reason to reboot it and then when you you hear they reboot it you go well of course they're going to reboot it because Warner Brothers own it and they're Hollywood short on any original ideas they're not willing to take any kind of chances it's all about what IP do they current any company I'm not just saying Warner Brothers Disney does it too Sony they all do it like what do we own that we can either A make a sequel to or B reboot it because it's it's comfortable people know it and it or even if people don't like it like um tomb raider is a good example you have two tomb raider films with angelina jolie then you have the new one that just came out a few years back Mm -hmm. Um, apparently they're making a sequel to that one too um which i personally didn't like i it was enjoyable enough to me to go okay i'm glad i saw it i don't know if it's ever going to be part of my collection um, but it was definitely like I'm like all right I don't did they really need to reboot it well, of course they did or couldn't they have gotten the girl who did the video game because she's an actress but whatever I think I bitched about all that stuff at the time um, but it's it's an IP it's a it's a, it's a money maker for them so why not inject new blood into it like come on let's face it the only reason why Sony's making that Uncharted movie is to make more money. <laughs> You know, it's it's going to be able to like okay, we're going to reinject the franchise um, on some games that we don't make anymore. Because and what we're going to do is, it coincidentally enough, the movie when the movie hits theaters, it's going to coincide with the relaunch of um, the Uncharted collection, which is Uncharted Four and Uncharted: The Lost Legacy remastered and redone for the PS5. So, and if you buy the game, if you buy the game, it comes with, I think, like a voucher for a free movie ticket. So it all, it's all connected. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, of course, Sony's going to do that. Why not? It's a moneymaker for the movie does well. Then you get Tom, you get Tom Holland for maybe two more movies, maybe three movies, depending on how far they're going to go with like the plot of the movie is supposed to be seems to be kind of follows I think the three games or the four games I don't really know how deep it's going to go but of course it's like once we make that movie we'll make a sequel it's going to be it's 
It's basically Indiana Jones or Tomb Raider. <laughs> you know? Well, so was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, going back to go back to the Matrix, you know, like like I mean, like I was excited when they Matrix Four. I mean, I I know we reported years ago, like when they were right. talking about it, that the stunt the stunt man, the stunt double for um, Keanu Reeves was going to do it because he he did it for the Matrix and for the John Wick movies. So you know they were they were excited to get him on board to do it, and and then all of a sudden like. Uh, the Wachowski took over and, and, and did it. And, and then, of course, now we found out, you know, it's just basically for a paycheck or, you know, they, you know, I, I, I don't want to say it was, I don't, I don't feel like, I feel like to me, the matrix four was getting done with or without the Wachowskis. And I feel like if Lana was like, well, if they're going to do it, I might as well come up with my own idea and come like, it's kind of like saying like, Hey, someone's going to reboot geeksters. And we're like, but we're still, we got an idea for a reboot. Why don't we get involved in it? So they gave us a little something, something for the effort. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't really have to be part of it, but if you're, if you're going to do it with or without us, eh, you know what? I got an idea. Why don't you give me a little something, something for it? And I'll be involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, 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 I mean, yeah, I, I'm not saying like, a, like she was just collecting a paycheck and it was just terrible because, you know, it was just, you know, it wasn't terrible. I, was, I want to put that out there. Like, it I, wasn't I, the I, great. I didn't hate the movie. Right. I, I agree. I, I'm not saying that, like, I hated the movie. I just felt like I was like, meh, all right, it's out. Right. I mean, right. It, was, it wasn't something blown away. It wasn't something that, you know, you know, like, like oh, I can't wait for another one, you know, like. But, but I, I, in in my head, it was like that's 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 the thing that kills me the most. The fact it's like it's it's that's why I think people want to talk bad about it because it's it's not a strong enough movie where the franchise is going to continue on and 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 give us more movies you know that you're going to go excited for because it's like oh it's the Matrix and the Matrix at the time was the biggest thing ever the biggest troll ever because of the technology they were using and the the style and everything was it was it just all lined up and then <clears throat> I remember way back though people were saying like the only reason why the Matrix did so well is the fact is is that DVD players were coming around that time and Matrix was on DVD, so you almost you almost bought the Matrix when you bought a DVD player. Like like it should have oh, came okay. with it with a DVD right. player because their DVD sales went up because they happened to hit the market at the right moment, you know, to become out on DVD. So it was it was a huge thing for for people to buy because it's like you know you you buy technology, you buy a technology movie. <laughs> so it made sense, you know, and <clears throat> so I I think. I mean, I, I mean, to me, Matrix was a good movie. You know, whether, whether you know, you, you, you know, you, people think that or not. But <clears throat> I mean, Matrix Four just wasn't a strong enough movie. I'm going, eh, you should have went back to the drawing board in this one. You know, like <laughs> there's some things you should have changed, or there's, you should have looked for some new layer to it. You know, like something else to to add to it. It just wasn't. It was kind of like somebody's. You know, like I'm in the Matrix, like like I, like that won't that girl. I'm, she, it's like that's how that's how you felt. Like like it's just like let me take a moment to stand around and look. Like I'm in the Matrix. Like I'm in the movie. Like you know, like hey mom, I'm in the movie. Like, right. Yeah, you know, like like that's that's how it felt. Like you just kind of felt like 
eh, okay, you know, and 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 people were kind of ticked off because they they want that franchise to continue. They thought it's like I would love to see more philosophies from them. I would love to see more kind of like you know that that what the fuck moment that I have to now analyze for months and years to come, you know, and, and argue about with with my fellow you know moviegoers about this. And you're not getting that, you know. It was just it was like straightforward, and you're going. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> you know, like it was like, I think last year that, you know, like, like somebody, and I, I know it's a joke, but you're going, you're going, oh my God, it made so much sense. It's like when, when the Oracle in the first movie and she gives, uh, Neo a cookie uh-huh. and how websites you have to go and accept all cookies. Right. <laughs> so I was like, right. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, did, did they actually do that for <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know you like think or was that just you know that was just a joke somebody made up and it was just like i'm like i'm like but in my head i'm going oh my god <laughs> like that's so perfect that was another layer that it could possibly be <laughs> but that you know the the idea is is that <clears throat> because that movie you know it was it was meh and and not like great you're you're kind of you know like, like a lot of people are just disappointed in it and you know and, it, and you and you go and you should you should not have got involved you know like 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 to me it's like you did collect a paycheck like like you know like like they were going to do it whether you're not doing it or not and and you know you had an idea and it was meh you know at best and you're going oh maybe they should have you know like you know worked on it more and 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 figured out some other things and added a few more layers to it i I mean i don't know i mean of course though i you you i think though a lot of times though like when you get certain film directors and and they're they're so far along like they don't they they play the safe bets they're not going to play they're not going to advance because you know they're hungry and they want to be like that be the director you know that's going to be the hot one of the month or you know the flavor of the month or the you know, the, the, the director people are going to look for for their movies to, you know, like, we'll pay you, you know, exuberant amount of money to direct this film, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, and get your take on, on what you think that we should do and, and that kind of thing. They, I think they get to a point they're like, I've made my money. Now I, I could just sit back and make the pictures I want to make or, you know, do the same thing kind of almost over and over again and just, you know, kind of repeat things and just you know collect some money and then just walk away you know, and and then do do any other project i want to do or do you know whatever i want to do besides this you know so right <laughs> you know, well i mean it, it's it's just funny that way i guess it's like yeah it's a paycheck but then it's like well if you can be involved then maybe just make it a little bit it's preserving the legacy that you built in some way um kind of feel like it's one of those like oh well if you're a part of something you may be able to kind of nudge it in the direction that you kind of hope it goes right <laughs> you know yeah I mean, I mean sure you sure she had an idea for it to you know she she wanted to make a better film for it and 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 maybe she did maybe i mean who knows i mean this could have been the better choice of the two you know right <laughs> you know right. you have no idea like you could have been going with a complete shit show for the other one you know, like it could have been like <laughs> we could be talking on, dude. Uh, the new Matrix was horrible. I can't believe they did that. Like, right. Uh, it completely ruined the, like the all the other movies because of it. Right. <laughs> you know, they could have gotten. <laughs> I want to sell my collection all now of all my <laughs> Matrix. Yeah, if, they, if they wanted to reboot it correctly, they could have just gotten J.J. Abrams. 
Oh. I mean, it worked for Star Wars. It worked for Star Trek. It could have worked for The Matrix. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure he has an idea somewhere. <laughs> he basically, only wanted just told to just retell the story again, just with just a little different. Oh, well, I mean, because you had set it up that it works that way. Well, that's what we did. Yeah, but you could have done it so much better. Maybe some more lens flare. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I got my Dave, uh, my friend Dave Grunberg. He's he can, you know, Greg Grunberg. He can star as a character. <laughs> he can, <laughs> he's always been my lucky penny. Like, <laughs> we could have done something great. You know, get some 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 of the the original cast. Like Keanu's on board. Carrie's on board. We can have a little fun with this. I got this great idea. Alternate timeline. Not even really alternate timeline. They just reboot the Matrix and they make a little tweak. You guys set it all up. <laughs> like. <laughs> How hard is this? I mean, yeah, look what I did with Star Wars. Look what I did with Star Trek. I mean, those I rebooted Star Trek and no one was mad at that. <laughs> like I rebooted Star Wars and some people weren't some people were smart enough to realize I just retold episode 4 over again. <laughs> but to some people that was their first Star Wars movie, so it worked. <laughs> Like, what do you want from me? I'm I'm JJ Abrams. <laughs> Who I don't has he done anything recently? Did <laughs> I think about it? I mean, I I have nothing against JJ at all. I just I'm like, wait, has he done anything? Because <laughs> um, let's see, is he rebooting something? Is he working on something? Is, is there another? <laughs> was he, was he ruining movie? now? <laughs> is there another Cloverfield movie coming out soon? <laughs> I just feel like he's been too quiet lately. <laughs> Has anybody checked looking, on him? Because somebody, you, somebody, somebody, go check on JJ. I, I, right. I need to know. Um, see, I'm producing. I'm seeing very directing. I'm trying to get to that section here in IMDb. Here we go. Uh, There's nothing yet. The, the, he hasn't directed anything since. Uh, well, he did. He did a video game called. Uh, Spy Jinx, and that was in 2019. So he hasn't really directed since 2019. Okay, uh, but he's been he has a lot of pro, lot of producer credits uh, in the works here because um, he's actually Mission Impossible 70 is producing. Um, so that's in 20 that's coming out this year. Apparently. Well, yeah, I think ever since uh, I think uh, ever since uh, he directed the third one, I think he's been a producer on most of them. I think. Um. Yeah, and then of course, yeah, because they also have Mission Impossible Eight in twenty twenty three. So they're already and that's filming apparently. So that's, yeah, that's yeah, that he is. That, that's filming. <laughs> so apparently, apparently, well, I have to say though, Mission Impossible Seven is is apparently in post production, and they're filming uh, apparently uh, Mission Impossible Eight. Holy! I cr- mean, I'm looking at his producer credits. Um. Lovecraft, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country was really good. Um, the Challenger, The Final Flight, which I'm like, oh, is that good? It's coming out September 16th on Netflix. I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, Westworld. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Castle Rock was a good show. Uh, he produced that movie Overlord, which I heard was like a kind of a gory, fun movie. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, The Cloverfield Paradox, Star Wars Episode Eight. So he produced that. <laughs> like, 
It's like Star Trek Beyond. Person of interest. He was the executive producer for 103 episodes. <laughs> like, like JJ, slow down. Huh. But then again, he did have some misses. I liked Almost Human, but apparently he was the executive producer for that. Uh-huh. I like that show. <sighs> well, anyway. Okay, JJ. He's laying low. You know, you could buy That's... that on Voodoo for like 20 bucks. What? Almost oh, Human? Yeah. I, you know what? It's interesting and all, but it's one of those shows that had one season, and I think it left it with a cliffhanger, and I don't want, I don't even bother with that. All right. <laughs> as much as I like it, I'd rather just have it be one of those like fond memory moments going, man, I really like that show. I wish they would have given us a second season. Or, you know, do the old classic, like, okay, well, we're going to cancel the show, so we're going to make one giant two-hour movie to kind of wrap things up. (laughs) But but it's Fox. Fox is notoriously known for killing a TV show in the middle of something. Right. (laughs) Um, Speaking of killing stuff, you have the new Flash movie coming out, right? I don't know if you've heard this or not, but people are worried that the new Flash movie is going to erase Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's universe. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. People worried that the Flash movie is going to erase the snack since Zack Snyder. Snyder's universe? Is that, right. that, did I hear that right? Did, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, um, okay, see... The, the article is the Flash's Ezra Miller addresses claims that the film will quote unquote erase Zack Snyder's DC continuity. Continuity. Uh, <laughs> that um, okay, so obviously they made the Snyder cut for the Justice League. Um, Warner Brothers made it abundantly clear that in the wake of that release, that the Snyder cut should be viewed as a closure of the Snyderverse. And calls to quote unquote restore the Snyderverse version has fallen on deaf ears. Uh, now rumors are swirling that the upcoming DC feature, The Flash, is going to use a Flashpoint riff to erase all traces of Snyder's influence. Through though, though although Ezra Miller reported is weighing in to stop that theory in its tracks. Okay, so I guess you know when you're rebooting something, you can kind of close that loop and go, hey, like they do with Arrow, the Arrowverse, close it. And continue on. Right. Now, um, basically, he, he said Ezra Miller has been on ha, has an Instagram account that he hardly uses, but seems to have replied to a fan in the DMs via Reddit, and the concerns that the Flash will be racing Zach's movies. In the message posted below, Miller seems to shoot the rumor down, and basically, the question that was shot through his DMs are: fans are going crazy thinking the movie is racing Zach's movies. They don't see the potential this movie will bring. Um, and the quote he has here is, No power or force in any known meg- me- megaverse would or could ever erase Zack Snyder's mighty works. <laughs> you uh-huh. can take that quote. Take that to the bank, to the press, to the schools, to the military, and the other pillar of, pillar of capitalism I'm forgetting because that's a thing where you try to think of a group of things, you always forget one of them. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let's get the rumor that made the rounds at New Year's break and discuss it directly. Uh, though no fan truly knows that it that it is due to happen in Andy Muschietti's The Flash, it's being rumored that the movie will mark Ben Affleck's final return as Batman and that Henry Cavill's Superman will appear 
but only on a television set using archival footage. Uh, Given the fact that Michael Keaton is scheduled to return as Batman in the universe hopping story, it's also been confirmed. He's also been confirmed to appear in a Leslie Grace led Batman background movie. So Snyder fans are seeing all the possibility, this possible move as a phasing out of all Snyder influences. In fact, I saw like an article saying that because they're doing a background movie and they're introducing Supergirl in this new Flash movie, that they're going to use it to create a new Justice League with Batgirl and uh, Supergirl as the Batman Superman of the Justice League, and thus erasing everything Snyder did. Huh. Yeah, so <laughs> now, of course, Ezra basically said that that's not erasing Zack Snyder's universe, but also clear that the Snyder arc he has planned following Justice League is never going to happen. Uh, so DC and Warner Brothers are heading in different directions, and it's a mix of feature films and HBO Max series with offshoot projects, including the Batman, also on the radar. Uh, Snyder himself followed his compass over to new Netflix, where he launched a new zombie franchise and is prepping the sci-fi thriller Rebel Moon. Um, that Rebel Moon, apparently, was his pitch for a Star Wars movie. Yeah. So... I'm kind of interested in seeing what the. I mean, it's, I'm, again, it's Zach, so it'll be visually kind of stunning. I don't know how well the story will be, but apparently the, the, that it it's based on a story that he pitched to reboot the Star Wars franchise. Huh. So, you know, that's a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> so, <sighs> I thought that was like an interesting little rumor there. Um, speaking of Batman. Well, um, well, I mean, <laughs> I got... I think uh, I want to comment on this a little bit. Um, yeah, I think I think I think I think people should be if they're if they're Zack Snyder fans and love the snacks universe, you should be worried. Like, I'm just I'm throwing it out there now. Like you know, like yeah, they're they're rebooting it. They, you know, like Warner Brothers will deny it, but I mean, like look what we got with with that Joker from the. Uh, Suicide Squad, and you know right. they had the damage, and no, oh, no, no, that was just some promotional thing, and then we found out it really wasn't, and you know, like, so I, I don't believe them. <laughs> I, I think I think they're going to find a way to kind of, well, like I said, close a loop and be like, you know what, <clears throat> they're going to reboot everything, and why not? I mean, sure, I don't. You can reboot it with a new Batman, with a new Superman. You, you know, I mean, they'll probably keep Aquaman the same because you got the second Aquaman movie coming out, but you could recast Mara. <laughs> Get rid of Amber Heard the, the, the right way by like, oh, well, we rebooted the franchise and we're going a different way with the actress. So we're keeping Jason because everyone loves him, but you not so much. <laughs> in fact, in our world, Johnny Depp's going to be Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could be a part of it if you want, but we kind of figured you wouldn't. <laughs> you know, kind of want to stay as far away from that drama as possible. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could do wonders with computers, but we're not fucking Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah, it. I, I just, you know, like I. Whatever, whatever you know, you, if you whatever you hear and you think it is, you're right. Yeah, you 
<laughs> Probably. Because yeah. Warner Brothers does not have a good track record of being honest with anybody. No, definitely not. You know, and it's, it's like, oh, no, that's not, it's just promotional. And then, oh, you watch it and you go, what? But no, that's really what it looks like. You guys lied to us. But yeah, because we didn't want you not to go see the movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, this one's going to be part of the, the, that new Joker is going to be part of the, the DC universe. No, it's not. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. But we got a new, the Batman with, with a new, you know, new guy doing it. And it looks really, really good. He just released another trailer. I haven't watched it, but apparently it, 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 I'm excited for it. But, you know, if you see, if you see Bruce Wayne, I mean, Ben Affleck walk on the set one day. <laughs> <laughs> or in this like are they gonna use like with the flashpoint movie or the flash movie are they gonna like acknowledge robert pattinson's batman i would just like to have him acknowledge fucking um what do you call it adam west's batman right. like just in a universe where i mean i knew they did it on the tv show kind of but I, just to be nice to be able to just to go like, you know, it's all connected. Like, um, if you really think about it, I saw an interesting little meme that someone had all their Marvel movies and they took their original Spider-Man movies and they put them in line with the other Marvel movies, essentially making, spoiler, Tobey Maguire's first Spider-Man movie the first movie in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... I mean, they're not wrong. You know, like, no one knew back then that that's where they were headed. But, I mean, I guess if you want to be a purist, or I guess I guess it does go all the way back to then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in some way, shape, or form. I guess we'll see what happens when they release... Uh, uh, well, Morbius is coming out soon, but they, uh, April, I think. Um, but there was a... I guess, I guess we'll see what happens when they do the Blade movie. Like, if they bring in Wesley Snipes in some way, shape, or form as another version of Blade. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because then that pushes that timeline back just a little further. (laughs) 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 It's all connected all of a sudden out of nowhere. Right. Next thing you know, you have Lou Ferrigno and and Bill Bixby being part of it and everything. (laughs) Everything. You like, can't get oh Bill God, Bixby. I had to go back to the seventies and start watching that show, because uh, <laughs> it's all connected in some way. <laughs> like, no, no, thank you. Um, but I got one last article. Okay. Okay. It is very much in line with the last article because uh, it involves Michael Keaton and his role in Batman. Mm-hmm. And why he did not sign on to do the third Batman movie, which was taken over by Joel Schumer, Joel Schumacher, mm-hmm. um, which then also changed the tone of the movie as well. Um, so Michael Keaton explains why he left Batman Forever over Joel Schumacher's tonal changes. Uh, let's see, and he did. He was appearing on. Uh, it's called the. The Envelope, the actor's podcast, by the way. Um, Someone asked him, there's always been a question of what would have happened if he had not quit the role ahead of the 1995 movie that brought in Val Kilmer as a new face of Batman. And it's one that Keaton covered while appearing on In the Envelope, the actor's podcast. 
Um, while Tim Burton's Batman and sequel Batman Returns is still regarded as two of the best Batman movies put on screen, not everyone was keen on the director taking the helm of the third outing, which led to the baton being passed to Joel Schumacher. And let's face it, while as good as Batman Returns is, it's kind of hard to sell merchandise for that show, that movie. Um, Joe Schumacher, who wanted to create something that was not quite as dark as the previous Dark Knight movies. Uh, when it came to the character, though, Keaton explained that he was always invested in the darkness of the character and that it was never really about Batman at all. Uh, he said, uh, now this is, imagine Michael Keaton saying this because it does kind of, he's kind of got this, like, pause and I'll switch pivot over to here and say this and then I'll kind of go back to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so it's like uh, it was always Bruce Wayne it was never Batman Keaton said uh, to me I know the name of the movie is Batman and it's hugely iconic and very cool and a cultural icon and because of Tim Burton artistically iconic uh, I knew from the get go it was Bruce Wayne that was the secret I never talked about it anyone would say Batman 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 does this and I kept thinking to myself y'all are thinking wrong here it's all about Bruce Wayne. What kind of person does that? Who becomes that? What kind of person does that? <laughs> okay. Um, and when the director who directed the third one came on, I said, I just can't do it. And one of the reasons why I couldn't do it was, and you know, he's a nice enough man. I mean, he passed away, so I wouldn't speak ill of him, even if he were alive. He, at one point, after more than a couple of meetings where I kept trying to rationalize doing it and hopefully talking him into saying I think we don't want to go in this direction I think we should go in this direction and he wasn't going to budge I remember one of the things that I walked away going oh boy I can't do this he asked me I don't understand why everything has to be so dark and everything so sad and I went wait a minute do you have do you know how this guy got to be Batman have you read I mean it's pretty simple <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so with the star and director being pulled apart where they believe the character should go, there was never going to be, there was never going to be a compromise. Uh, while Batman forever didn't completely, didn't completely lose some of its dark edge. Uh, two years later, Batman and Robin certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it created a much more comical and colorful version of Batman. It was closer to the 60s television show, uh, that Burton's Gothic fairy tale. Uh, however, everything happens for a reason. Thirty years down the line, Keaton has been embracing comic book superhero movies again with his appearance in Spider-Man Homecoming as the Vulture, and obviously uh, he's going to be in Morbius in some fashion, and he's returning as Bruce Wayne in The Flash. So... (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I mean, yes, totally Batman Forever did kind of take a tone change... Now, according to what we saw on film, however, rumor has it there's like a three-hour cut of Batman Forever that's darker than than what we saw. <laughs> I'd be as I mean, it, this is we've talked about it many times on the show. I'd be interested in seeing it. I kind of want to see where we go. Like, 
I'm always I'm always up for alternative cuts and and, and you know and, and director's cuts and stuff like that because you know you you see the theatrical version of it and you're going oh it was bad or you know even even really good movies you go you know and then it's like they come out with another cut and you're going what other what what didn't we get like what you know and 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 even some movies like like I like I said the the first X Men movie they, they apparently was totally different than what they edited to be and I'm kind of curious to see what the cut was what it looked like you know it's probably terrible and and you right. know in a thing but like to see like a three hour Batman Forever you're kind of going yeah you know what I'm 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 curious to see what. Uh, you know what? What? How talk the dark tones and stuff like that? Like, would you know? Would would this make a you know a a a better movie? And I mean, and I'm like, and uh, the more I thought about it, I'm like, it's not like a terrible movie, but it's just it's not, not. It's just it's not a me. great movie. You know, that's and that's what makes it tougher. Right. So I, I mean, I enjoyed Batman Forever. I thought. I mean, let's face it. During that time, everyone cared about who the bad guys were. Um if Jim Carrey wasn't exploding on screen, I think the role would have went to Robin Williams, mm-hmm. you know, um, as the Riddler, which again, Robin could have, could be dark too. Like he knows how to do that. Um, it would have been interesting to see a Robin Williams Riddler, but again, obviously we're not seeing it. We're never going to see that, but I would like to see what they did more with, with Jim Carrey's Riddler. Cause there were some dark moments for that character. Um, a Two Face, maybe you would have saw a little bit more Two Face, which to me I felt was like the weaker of the villains. Mm-hmm. You know, I, again, here was a guy who self-admittedly knew nothing about it, and he took the job because his grand, his kid read the comic books, and he's like, "You got to do it." Right. It seems to happen. It seems to happen a lot. Like when you're watching the Harry Potter thing, every every actor, every major movie star who was in that movie went. Yeah, I said there was coming up for a part. My kids, grandkid, or or somebody in my family went. You're gonna. Play, they're asking you to play that part. You have to do it. Right. <laughs> like, you know, but I don't know anything. It doesn't matter. You have to do it. So, you know, I, it, it would be interesting. Um, but I, I I get it. I mean, I guess when you're like when you are a star of the franchise and you have the character figured out, because even. Um, What's his face from the animated series? Oh shit! Kevin Conroy. Kevin, Kevin Conroy always said it was never about Batman. It was always Bruce Wayne. You know, like it was. It's it was weird because he said that it was, you know, like if it's Bruce Wayne who's the is the is the tough nut to crack. Like if you can nail him down, Batman's easy. It's I put a mask on, I deepen my voice, I'm justice, punch somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's Batman. It's Bruce Wayne. That's the the hard part of the characters. And I think anybody who's ever signed on to be Batman, I think has figured that out because Michael Keaton has said that. Um, ben Affleck has said it, you know, again, uh, I think even Christian Bale even said it was about finding who Bruce Wayne was because Batman's the easiest part, you know, he's just got to look good from the nose down. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I think that if you try to focus too much on Batman as like the character depth of him, I think you kind of lose. I think you lose a little bit. Like, I, you know, again, if I knew that better, I'd probably be making Batman movies. <laughs> 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 I'm just a fan. I'm sitting here in a chair in my sleepy time shorts going, uh, you know what I think, Ed? I think Batman needs more depth. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think you know. I mean, you you mean you're right away. Like the, like Batman, Bruce Wayne. Uh, to me, then I think that's true. Like like, like Bruce Wayne's more of the character because like anybody could do, you know, wear the mask and punch, punch, punch. You know, right? Yeah, you know, and, and but the the. I think it's also like the fine balance too. Like, like you, you, you know, it's it's becoming the. I mean, like sometimes you can almost lose Bruce Wayne and almost become totally Batman when he becomes the great detective, and you know, and and he's now figuring out crimes, and you know, you really don't need Bruce Wayne, you know, as a as a as a character, you know, at some points because you you kind of can lose it all in Batman because Batman become this you know, a uh, person that, uh, um, you, you know, uh, he, he can become a, a heavy character where you don't need that, that depth because of, of Bruce Wayne and, and, and why he becomes Batman. But the, the reality of it is, is that, you know, you can, he gives another level, another layer, I should right. say, not level layer of, of, of the character that, you know, you, you, the more human side of it, you know, and, and the, 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 that's what gives the character what you, you know, you think the relatable part of it, you know, like, like, I mean, you know, you put the mask on you and you're Batman, you know, kind of thing, but it's just like, you're more relatable when it's him and he, you know, he, and he worries about his parents and the relationship that he has to have between like his life and becoming a crime fighter, you know, and, and, and you know, like that that fine balance that he has to work out, you know, and that's the, you know, so it, it makes it more difficult. So Bruce Wayne, you know, it, I think is a different, a harder character to play than Batman because you know, because it's never happy for him. It's it's never you know, it's never a happy story. Like Batman wins the day, but it's not Bruce Wayne. It's Batman that wins right. the day. So you know, he's that you know, he's that playboy that you know he has to almost put on a, a face, you know, to that's why he's out all night with the girls and he pays these girls to tell him that he's out all night, you know, and he's actually out fighting crime and, you know, plays this reputation to people. And, and then, you know, and, and then he's, you know, got to deal with his company all day long, basically. And, you know, so you, you, you know, you always have these, um, uh, you know, day to day problems, and that tries to make it more relatable to you as a person than versus Batman, which you know none of us really could be unless you're, you know, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I am Batman. I am Justice. I am the Knight. I am Batman. <laughs> all right, that's all I got Ed, for this week. All right. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. You know us. You love us. You're like, meh, you're all right. <laughs> We're geeksters. <laughs> if you haven't already figured it out, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything, anything at all, contact him. Oh, sure, we're ladies. Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved it. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.